2: Please don't take this person out Would you politely go to hell Get the fuck out of my way Cause it's been one of those days
3: What's up, player?
1: do 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 Call the cops, there's a plant singing
0: That's the name of the van, you freak
1: Aren't you like Mr. Bean?
3: I find you so asexual Use it, use it Don't me, Frankenstein Madam
1: It's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo.
3: Hello, everybody, indeed. Yes, welcome to the program. Never Not Funny is the name of that program. We're doing it isolation style, but not the isolation files. I don't want anybody making me out. Uh, welcome to the program, 26... Oh, Jesus. 10? 2610. 10. Is that... Yeah. Ah, ah, Daddy wins a prize today. A prize like any other day. Your reward is yet to get to go outside and walk around the block and then come home so you don't die. (laughs) There's my quarantine song about winning a prize during a quarantine. Welcome into the program, fellas. Uh, Everybody's here Matt, Elliot, Garen, we're all here. The whole gang's here. uh, may I be the first to say, may the fourth be with you, Matt Belknap. I know Thank that you. you are very much into that. Garen Cogger, may the fourth be with you as well. And, uh, Thanks, to a lesser extent, Elliot, may the fourth be with you. I think
1: uh, Elliot's Elliot's with you. Elliot's a decently big Star Wars fan. He doesn't talk about it that much, but he, yeah. he cares. He's into it. it
3: is yes. he? Uh, by the way, your video looks a little weird today, Elliot. I, uh, it's extra sharp every now and then, yeah. uh, uh, you're, it looks like you gain about 4,000 freckles.
1: <laughs> yeah. You're like grainy. Are you in, yeah, you're are grainy. you shooting in super uh-huh. 16? <laughs> <laughs> here does that feel better to you no, no now you're off no, now, now you're fuzzy now it's blurry well then it has to be that yeah,
3: really but why Why can't it be what it was last time and
4: uh i use this i use this on saturday
3: are you did you switch there. cameras
4: no no no. i'm using the same camera okay. i just there uh... use that
1: go to go to that setting you go back go back to a setting that you were what? just doing right what? there what? go go with that but it's well, as soon as he stops moving he's gonna go back to freckle mode
2: yeah he's probably got something planned where he crawls out of his own mouth or something
3: yeah <laughs> you're right about that garan garan Games. gets it today uh hey by the way speaking of may the 4th that uh, today uh one year ago we were doing part a thon yeah uh, yeah On fourth right. uh, last year and of course uh, that has been postponed till i believe uh, october 10th of this year and we'll see if that uh we'll see how that goes we'll see 10 that, 10 2020 uh, that's right, Elliot. Do your little joke that is an entertaining and amusing to a, to a party of one. <laughs> um, I don't care. The uh, of course, last year we did a Flappers, and we want to thank everybody. At least I do. A very heartfelt thank you to the people that joined us on Saturday night for that live stream to raise some money for Flappers. Uh, they were very appreciative. Uh, apparently, the turnout uh, uh, was very good in their eyes, and so I appreciate uh, those that uh, I know we. I know we are asking a lot of our fans to. Uh, who are already subscribing to video at, at different levels tier one tier two tier three that sort of thing to then drop another 10 bucks for something like that uh so it, it means a lot to me that, that, that you guys were willing to do that and and also i know that uh, we got a nice email from flappers thanking us and very appreciative of uh of us doing that show and by by extension i'm appreciative of the fans for uh spending 10 bucks a ticket and joining us so yeah. thank you guys for that and it was a lot
1: of fun they made i mean i, I we were talking about it before we started um having the audience there in the room, <laughs> I didn't think about it beforehand, but it did make it feel more like we were doing a live show as opposed to recording never now funny the way we do in zoom every week and uh, I to the point that I got nervous and flubbed the intro when I was trying to say flappers comedy club because yes, I was like did. I had that I had that weird juice, which is what you want when you're doing a a live show, you want that juice and uh, and so I was excited that that was the case, even though it was uh, totally unexpected. And um, you know, even though we couldn't hear people laughing, it was just fun to feel like there was a, an audience in Zoom with us. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, no, the audio was on, Matt. There just were no laughs. <laughs> uh, um,
3: people oh, well, were now I don't feel it like a, it was like a TED Talk. People were just uh, going, "Look at these four people." Uh, actually, my my manager Bruce uh, gave me a nice email after it was done. He was one of the people that was watching and uh, said he enjoyed it and. Um, Made me uh, made a couple of references to the let me to believe that this that's the first time he's seen the uh the show <laughs>
1: so, um, even though we've literally seen him in the room at flappers on more than one occasion
3: yeah i, I think he's uh, got it earphones in he listened to Cheech and Chong records on his uh <laughs> phone and um uh, I, I, I i I think that was the first time he'd seen it in this max headroom style right. of well, that uh, makes sense you know the squares. Yeah. Uh, pay no attention, by the way, to uh, the uh, smoke effects that Garen has coming in on his video <laughs> today.
2: I'm trying to fix um, it as we speak.
1: He's, Did I ever
2: he's coming you to guys us, with
1: the... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Matt. Uh, I was going to say, he's coming to us live from season one of Lost. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> Absolutely perfect. Remember the smoke monster? How that uh, never paid off. That was a thing that uh, seemed important and then uh, didn't really mean anything.
3: That was that whole show. That show could suck it. i never... I don't know if I've ever hated a show more than that one. Uh, no, we've hate watched something else, right? But, but that one, I, I didn't uh, wasn't hate watching it. I was watching it because I was into it, and then wanted to kill it.
1: I, I try to, I try to think about it positively and be like, I really liked it for maybe three or four seasons, and uh, I just don't think about the the way it ended because there's no. But there were more seasons that you didn't like than that you did like. I don't remember how many seasons there were. I just know that the first few seasons were so great. and I agree with that. Really interesting and, and I thought innovative and cool uh, and made me excited to sit down and watch it every week. And then, you know, the, you could blame the writer strike a little bit that they lost the, the thread a little, I think, through that problem. And then uh, also didn't really know where they were going ultimately.
3: I'm going to go with B more than A. Yeah uh BVA, hey, good place if you're looking for a loan. Now's the time. Of course, I would recommend Lightstream before you go to bfa uh slash <laughs> parto that'll help you out over there. Um it was, uh what uh uh, uh uh did I ever bore you guys with the story of when Donnie and Marie performed at the uh ah oh, crap. garen look up um oh, I want I, I need the name of this. Look up Showroom Crestwood, Illinois. It's it's long closed, but maybe that will be enough for you to find it. Showroom, Crestwood, and uh, uh, not a light. There's a, uh, I don't want the I'm lighting getting story.
2: getting a lot of like sh- stores.
3: Yeah. Uh, d- darn it. Oh, man. Uh, it, it's not, By the way, it's not important to the story. It's just important for my sanity. Um, and, and none of the story is important. None of what I'm about to say Showtime is Showtime live? No, come on, man we're doing some real searches today uh <laughs> Crestwood Illinois maybe it's an Alsip Alsip try Alsip A L S I P try Alsip showroom uh Karina Delmar put put in Delmar Alsip and see what happens
1: Casa Delmar darn it <laughs> how long is this going to go on before you tell us what this is pertaining
2: to <laughs> Condessa Delmar That's it Condessa Delmar that's a showroom right the Condessa Delmar uh yeah, they have a wedding. They people have weddings there and stuff. Oh, they, oh, it still exists. They just uh It's got three stars. Two and a half star.
3: Too many. Uh well, it had two stars when I, in the story that I'm going to tell you. So, uh when I was in 8th grade, uh might have been 7th grade, Donnie and Marie osmond uh, did a week of shows there. Uh I I swear to God I have told the story before. I apologize if I have. Uh Donnie Marie Osmond performing there my and my friend Dawn who is uh, we're still friends on Facebook she's a big kiss fan but she was a big Donnie Osmond fan so we would go and try to meet Donnie Osmond and we uh, we never met Donnie Osmond uh, we didn't meet uh, Johnny Dark who was the comedian that opened up the show so we met Johnny and we met the entire band we met everybody but Donnie Marie uh, which was still very exciting to uh, young people we didn't know that they're just working musicians you know just uh, you know to us they were famous you know they were it was exciting but that's not anything to do with the story uh opening night this is a 100 percent true opening night so a bunch of parents who apparently had never been to a show before brought their kids to see donnie marie and the show opened with uh, a smoke machine uh, machine or and or dry ice and uh parents thought it was a fire and there was a uh riot mass uh, exodus to get out of there because they uh <laughs> they thought it was a fire what and uh they had to uh, look that up, Garrett, and see if there's even a, any record of that still around. How, how? You, so you were in, you were there.
1: And we were not there. No, there was uh, news uh, reports. Oh, okay. So this is a different night than when you went. Uh, we never saw the show. We would just go and hang out. Oh, I see. Uh, and then we found out what hotel
3: they were at. That's when we eventually met them. Was at the mm-hmm. hotel. Uh, but we would go and hang out and, and try to
1: meet them. Um, Boy, that is that is hayseed to 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 riot to stampede out of a venue because you've never seen a smoke machine before
3: uh, it was uh, I remember Steve uh, Steve Dahl and Gary Meyer just you know play, like playing the news report and commenting on it over and over like for years because it was so ridiculous so, like there was probably a soundbite of a mother we didn't know what was happening like, like just with craziness like that like well, Led Zeppelin has performed, Kiss has performed. Well, how is this the first? year? You've been to
1: magic shows. How is this the first? <laughs> also, smoke machine smoke smells completely different from yeah. actual carbon mm-hmm. smoke that was that is indica- ind- indicative indicative really. of a fire. <laughs>
4: yes, it's so, so, it not uh, hot either.
1: Yeah, uh, so there's a lot of red flags on this.
4: So <laughs> it's bananas. Here, here, here's my question. This is sort of a two parter, Jimmy. One, uh, what does Donnie Marie do when they see everybody leaving like that?
3: I don't, you know what? Again, I, 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 I'm hoping Garen, uh, I don't know what he's doing now. Maybe he's going to his other computer. Uh, for those that are just listening, Garen, uh, in the middle of a, hey, Garen, look that up. He got up out of his uh, chair and started walking around his room.
2: <laughs> I have to fix this. It's driving me crazy. And uh, uh, I couldn't find anything about the fire scare. You couldn't find anything Donnie Marie Marie condescending <clears throat> fire? Pardon me. Bless you. Nothing uh, at all, uh, Garen? No. Do you have like a date or a year or anything?
3: Maybe. 78 79 but if candessa del mar donnie marie fire doesn't give you anything yeah. <laughs> you're not getting anything be, the, uh, the
1: year's you, not going to help with that you're going to have to you're going to have to hit the microfiche for this one
3: <laughs> yeah that uh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i became a, <laughs> a chain smoker in the middle of that yeah I got hey, hey, hey young people that's uh that's a bad carol channing anyway that's uh, that that's uh uh that that little thing on uh, uh garen's uh bottom of his screen is what made me think of that and uh, no, but let's uh, think about the people
1: that aren't watching the video, Jim. How about that? How about you talk to those people? <laughs> Wish them a lot of luck. But you did—you saw Donnie and Marie, even if you didn't actually meet them. Did I know? Oh, you never even oh. saw them?
3: No, I didn't want to see that show. I didn't know. It. No, I know. <laughs> I know you didn't see
1: the show. I thought maybe you didn't get to meet them, but you were there. Never
3: saw. No, 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 never, mm. never saw them. Never. Nothing. Nothing.
1: At Not the, at I, the I, venue.
3: Uh, I was just about to say it was the exact same hotel, but it wasn't. It was a different hotel in. Um, Oakland. when I met Dean Martin that's when I uh, we went and we stalked the hotel to meet Dean Martin um, and uh, we were told because uh, uh, they were playing at uh, Dean Martin and Frank Sinatra are playing at the Sabre room hmm. in uh, I want to say that's Burbank uh, Illinois and um, Dean Martin apparently was afraid of heights so he wouldn't stay in a hotel that was more than three stories. And so there was only one hotel that matched that. And so me and two of my friends went to the Holiday Inn on 95th Street in Oak Lawn. uh, And we would go every day after school. And sure enough, one day coming out of a car, there's Dean Martin. Hmm. And uh, he came over. He signed an autograph. He said, nice to meet young people that are still interested in the classics. I don't have a fucking clue who he was. Um (laughs) Uh, it was just exciting that the here was you know, this famous person and uh, he and Frank apparently at that time were not getting along so Frank stayed at a different hotel uh, but we never knew which one. We never knew which one Frank was at. Uh, Frank was
4: a man and could uh, stay yeah, at a hotel he, that he, was big enough.
1: Right, he'd go to the fourth floor. Dean can't do that. <laughs> but you did meet Dean Martin, Jimmy. I met Dean Martin, yeah. All right. C-M- oh, <laughs> Jesus. We're going... Famous
2: Can you guess... I saw,
3: celebrity celebrity so
4: I, I, I want to pull the curtain a little bit and just say that i think matt did that because he was just excited i because can't he's got a sit here i have with. this
1: entire soundboard in front of me i, I can barely lift it up because it's plugged in but uh i can't sit here with all these buttons in my face and not use yeah. them i mean what do you expect it-
3: It dawned on me that once you said, did you see uh, Donnie Marie? It dawned on me like, oh, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to press the button. Don't care at all. Doesn't care at all. Um, It uh, uh, I will tell you this also about the Dean Martin autograph, um, because I didn't really understand autographs as a young man. I was collecting them, but I didn't understand it. I made I decided to make a collage of my autographs. So I cut the Dean Martin one Aww. out of the piece of paper that said to Jim, best wishes, Dean Martin. I cut uh, all the way around it where I just included the Dean Martin autograph and I cut that out to include in a collage and it's like in retrospect, I mean, who gives a shit really at the end of the day? It's like, you know, you're not, who am I showing that to nobody, but right. it's, uh, it's just for your own benefit for my own benefit. It would have been nicer to have the full piece of piece of paper. Uh, that, do, you, do you still have that collage? No, because then I took the collage apart and put everything into a, you know, remember the old photo albums where like it was had that 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 cling, yeah, plastic that would right. hold the the stuff in oh, place. It's I know about
4: those right now. <laughs> <laughs> you,
3: you, I've been going through
4: my my dad's old ones, and, oh. and
3: come on, man, I was making fun of you. Don't uh, don't bring. <laughs> no, that. no,
4: that's that's. I look, I've always got something for everything, right? But I just I've gone through. Uh, five of those to take the photos out because for some reason, and apparently this is a thing I was uh, talking on my stream the other day and uh, folks were saying, yeah, I do it that way. Uh, just photos in just no order or organization at all. Like there'll be a picture of me, then my dad in the Navy, then my great grandfather, <laughs> then like a car. And I'm just like this because I want to put it together for my sister and maybe my cousins and stuff. Cause there's pictures of my uncle. Uh, I want to organize it in some way and and maybe make a book or something and and they're just i gotta reorganize this whole thing i can't stand it so i've been going through and taking those out
3: i will tell you this that when my mother passed away uh, you know she had a uh, bigger than a banker's box like a mm. big uh, box of uh, photographs that were all still in the envelope that they came in when you oh would boy. mail your film away to get your pictures yeah and uh so thousands upon thousands of photographs uh no order whatsoever and i was like and i'm with you that it was like well you know what i'm gonna spend a i'm gonna spend a weekend and and organize these and i literally i think two hours in, i went fuck this noise (laughs) because at some point it's like well is that 1978 or is that 1980 and like so then you don't know where to put it and then you then at that point do you put it by family member do you put it by like where do you organize it and it just became so freaking daunting that i was out and now ah. they're they're all still in that. I, they, I put them all back in that box. I went, garage. And, uh, you know, Oliver will have a nice time sorting this out in 40 years when I'm gone. I, I'm guessing I live to be 93. That's my guess uh, huh? based on that uh, story. There's no way I make it to 93. There's no <laughs> way I make it to 93. There's no way. I told you guys how I feel. 86 and I'm out. That's it. Yeah,
1: sure. I couldn't remember Seven, the number. Just, that, just for the joke. May have been lower. Might have been 80. 86 that, is the right number i feel
3: but like now it was, that my yeah n- now that my dad is in my dad's 77 and my now that he's approaching 80 i'm not happy with the idea of 80 being the number you know yeah. what i mean yep. Sure. that was a fun thing to say when i was 30 right mm-hmm. but uh nope not anymore yeah, have yeah. you guys at all this would be maybe a little too serious uh, for the show but if you guys had all been thinking with sadly with all the death and going on with about your own mortality uh or family members and such thinking about
1: uh more about my family than myself yeah me too yeah because yeah. Uh, my dad lives in new york and he's turning 80 this year and so that's a you know that's a double whammy even when it first started when we we're all like oh well we'll all be fine but there's if there's high risk groups and anybody anyone elderly is a high risk group and i was like well my dad is huh. is elderly so uh yeah it's it's um but what can you do about it? I mean, you have to just you have to revert back to the same attitude that you have regularly, which is just like, you, you know, uh, there, you have no control over it. It's I think
3: the thing that scares me, Matt, not necessarily is that. And I know that again, this is way too serious for a show called Never Not Funny, but is that there's a possibility for all of us that we may never, like I may never see my dad again. Like if, -hmm. you know, if this thing continues on and my dad's, like I say, 77, your dad's 80. You know, Elliot, you're in your situation. Garen, I don't know your parents' ages. I'm not interested, Um, (laughs) but uh, you know, that's scary to think like if, if, if this thing gets them tomorrow, and then, and they don't make it we may never see them again and that's a i mean i guess we always live like that and with our older yeah, parents but, living mm-hmm. out of state but it just seems to be more oppressive about me right? you know just well, it, uh, you've got more time
4: to think about it because you're at home and, and yeah. you, you're not but you're seeing all, all the these work.
3: reports and stuff and then you sure. when you read those stories about how you know uh, if people are dying alone in hospital beds because you're not allowed in with your family like right. when i think about my mom passing away and being in the room with her if if that if that was taken away from me, it would be devastating. And so, like that mm. part of that, you know, that part scares
1: the shit out of yeah, me. Yeah, you have that experience. You've you've gone through that once, so you have a sense of what that is. Whereas I don't know what that feels like, or what, you know, I can only sort of imagine it. But uh, but I will say, like trying to sort of look on the bright side, uh, even though I haven't seen my dad, um, I, I'm talking to him more now than i was before because of all this i'm talking to him weekly so in some ways it's a positive that we're sort of in in, we're in closer touch and and to me it is obviously it's nice to spend time with people and you have different types of conversations when you're just physically in the same place for a period of time but uh you know an hour phone call a week is 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 not nothing at least you can do that heads up one hour huh or whatever you know
3: that's a long call that's a long (laughs) call call.
1: well uh, you pass the phone around everybody gets uh gets in no no i don't know if it's it's not always an hour i'm just i'm just saying it feels like an hour (laughs) maybe uh no i I think it's just depending on what's going on i I, the last time i talked to my dad was charlie's birthday um so that was a week ago and uh so yeah but it wasn't probably a full hour but um but yeah it just whatever you know if there's stuff we have to talk i think it's what's weird is like we don't but neither of us are good about staying in touch with each other normally but now that we're checking in more um there's less pressure like when you don't talk to someone for a month then the phone call feels like there's a lot of pressure to like catch up on everything and then you just kind of don't really know what to say but if you're talking every week then there's less pressure on like oh well i'll tell you about this who care you know like uh if this is interesting then we'll talk about it if not we'll just move on and it's no big deal so i'll agree with that yeah it's kind of it's it kind of made me realize oh maybe that's why people call their parents once a week which i never <laughs> do
3: you know my dad used to make a big deal about how he either would call or see his parents uh minimum every sunday Mm -hmm. and um you know as i as i was younger i liked that because i liked going to my grandparents and you know my grandma was a great cook and she'd make you know this you you guys heard about those neck bones neck bones for jim jim (laughs) jim 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 gets the neck bones um so i enjoyed it but then as i got older it's like jesus that's a fucking hassle man once a week you have that responsibility and now to what you just said matt that uh I'm talking to my dad maybe a little bit more often cuz he's been dealing with the, some other stuff and uh you know I'm checking in on him maybe every 3 days I'm checking in on my dad and uh he's doing fine by the way I don't want to make anybody think that he's not but um uh yeah so it's uh, but I think you're right it, it, and then also the it's a, the conversation are also a little shorter because nothing's happened in three days (laughs) right so you just go hey just check in how you doing i'm doing good jim thanks for giving me a shout blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right talking in a few days and then it's over
1: yeah right
3: uh as opposed to like your thing if it's if it's once once a month and if you hang up after 10 minutes you kind of feel like did i did i insult that person by not talking long enough did Mm -hmm. they insult me should we have talked more am i a shitty son is he a horrible (laughs) father i'm talking
1: (laughs) as a character now not as me yeah uh Of course, the other end of the spectrum in these times is the, uh, I don't know if you guys have experienced this at all, maybe not, but um, the gigantic group Zoom slash FaceTime slash Google Hangout, whatever call where nobody has there's no conversation it's just 17 people going Yay, hey 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 and it's like this is is awful (laughs) what are we doing here i have not done that did you do that for charlie's birthday is that when that happened yeah we did it with elisa's family and with my mom's side of the family and um that sounds horrible i mean it's it's fun on one level it's not like i'm not saying uh, we shouldn't do it but it definitely doesn't it does not replace actual conversation. So like my sister and I, like she called me on Saturday or Sunday and we had a real conversation. And that's something like you could sort of have, have a little bit of a conversation in the group thing, but then everybody else has to sit there and wait while that happens, which is awkward. It's like uh, you all don't need to be privy to this little back and forth, although maybe you enjoy it. Uh, But it's, it's like we don't, we have not evolved enough as a, as a species to understand how to have, like, if we were all together, if 17 people are, you know, in a, at a house, uh, you know, visiting someone, then you you can figure it out and you all can enjoy each other's company. But we have not reached a point where we understand how to simulate that on a computer screen. And you maybe it's little, partly because uh, you, you can't party. you. Yeah, because you can't split off into different you need breakout rooms. Yeah, you need
3: exactly. a, uh, or, a, or an MC. You need a family you, MC. You need a yeah. family yeah it uh yeah that's a good point matt because if you're at a party uh you know you and i end up standing by the refrigerator and talking while other people over by the stove and other people are in the other room and but when you're all on the screen like this it's like
1: here we are i did go (laughs) I, i did go to a virtual birthday party on saturday i think it was um and and it actually worked pretty well and i'll tell you what made it work which is the the idea was that it's our friend emily volman her birthday was over the weekend and um So her boyfriend invited a bunch of people to to a surprise Zoom and he told everybody, hey, you don't have to do this. But if you want to um, uh, make a drink, uh, uh, like inspired by some something in your uh, something in your friendship with Emily or something, some incident or some event or or just something that represents your friendship and so a few people did that and so and then so a bunch of people who most a lot of people didn't know each other in the group joined this zoom and then mark just kind of was like hey emily check this out And then just showed it to her and we're like, surprise. But then she kind of went through and she was like, kind of went one by one and was like, Hey, uh, this, uh, she was just introducing each person to everybody else. And then that person would be like, Hey, I've got this drink. And so there was like a structure that actually made it so that it was manageable. And it was, it was, and it's fun to hear different people talk about their friendship, and and then explain their drink. Not every—I you know, didn't make a drink because I'm not an idiot. Like, what what am I gonna do?
4: <laughs> you could have thrown some some ice in a in a in a cup with a coke and a, some syrup or something. Nope. A...
3: Nope. Here's here's my water. That's what I think of Emily. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been you.
1: Yeah. That would have been. uh At least well, you ha- have
3: lemonade sometimes, right? Don't you have a lemonade every now and then?
1: Every, every once in a while, yeah. Do you drink
3: anything, but you don't. You don't I did really- have
1: some strawberry lemonade over the weekend. Yeah, how'd that go? It, was there. <laughs> it wasn't great. You don't like flavored beverages? No, I like them. I just think they're like it's it's they're they're empty calories. It's just you no know, oh,
3: delicious. You're
1: not wrong. Delicious? No, of course, hundred
3: percent, hundred percent right.
1: But uh, I don't miss it. You know what I mean? I'm not like oh, I wish I could have a Dr Pepper.
3: Oh, there he is. It makes uh, Garen uh, Jones. And how you doing over there, Garen? You look uh, f- really frazzled today, Garen. I'm concerned about you.
2: Oh, uh, this, because I don't understand how everything kind of starts going wrong after five seconds. Like, my thing won't settle down. It's, it's getting on my nerves, but. Well, don't you have a fan on, right? Isn't that the. Oh, no, I uh, turned it off. So is, um, there, is there a breeze coming through? Mm-mm. I don't know what it is. Unless it's coming through my window, but it's like Garin. sealed off with a box. It's weird.
3: If I may, Garen, I know that we've been on your ass a lot about this lately. Do you think there's some conspiracy involved with this? Could be a ghost. Oh, you, oh, ghost you're, gonna go, oh you're going Art Bell conspiracy as opposed to your usual militia <laughs> bullshit.
1: Um, you don't think uh, it's the government trying to blow COVID-19 into your apartment?
2: You know what? It's possible. They, they could be wanting to shut me up. Guys, I have truths that I have to spread. Yeah. And if I can't, I mean, if they want to shut me down, what am I going to do? Right. I don't finish I that it. sentence. <laughs> maybe, that, maybe, maybe, that's a first, maybe that's a start. I did, if you guys were interested. Yeah, what do you got? Up one of these. Can you see what that is? Celsius. You got Celsius? Yeah, I've never had one of these before. And it's I've never heard it of might it. might
4: be. What does it do?
2: It's a sparkling wild berry, healthy energy, accelerates metabolism, and burns body fat.
3: Oh. Celsius,
2: huh? How does it taste? I don't know. I've never had it. Hey, wait, it's, it's metric. It, and is it zero calories? Thank you, Matt. It is zero sugar. 10 calories.
3: I don't like that. What? what, what I don't like the 10 calories.
2: Yeah. But why, it, burn, why?
1: it burns fat, Jimmy. Yeah,
2: yeah but... Like, it where does is it not burn fat. That is, it can't. It, it's if there was a liquid calories. that
1: burned calorie, burned fat, we would all know about it. It would be a humongous breakthrough that people would be like, can you fucking believe that this liquid, just drinking it, burns fat?
3: Well, if I may, uh, Lysol. <laughs> <or no. laughs> Eventually that will... Any really will... Uh, not the Drano's a disinfectant, but it's a liquid
1: uh you'll you're gonna lose a lot of weight you drink that eventually yeah. you will yeah um when the one i, I would it. suspect
4: that garen i'm gonna speak for garen here but uh that's the that's the conspiracy here is that it does work and and we aren't <laughs> why don't we know about it
1: yeah how, do, how did you find out about
4: this
2: stuff i literally walked past it in the aisle at the little liquor store down the street from my house
3: all right and then uh have, and are you tasting it right now is that you I'm opening it taste it right now all right this what flavor is this blackberry wild berry Wild berry. All right, here we go. This is the uh, taste test of
2: Celsius. Ten calories. Smells like bubble gum. That's. Oh now it smells smoky. That
3: oh, smoky weird. berry, huh? Smoky oh, bubble heads, gum. Heads up, maybe Don guys, and Maria are doing a show over there.
2: <laughs> I do not. Run. like Sparkly water. I don't. You know what? I'm not
3: a big fan of sparkly water either, Garen. Yeah. So let's see. Got flat is. water, uh, but it's, it's got to have a, a, a strong flavor for me to like the bubbly. Mm. What do you got?
2: It's not bad
1: you like it huh you feel it it's working your mouth noise just gave me the shivers i don't know like i had like a secondhand shiver from the, you drinking that
2: let's let's get in let's get into it matt oh god you're already <laughs> no, you're already no, taking an he,
1: asmr tone oh, let's get
2: in there and get some oh it some gave you that kind of water. shiver matt the no no asmr or, no or a, a no like the, like a shiver <laughs> okay, i would disgusted. get if,
1: if i drank seltzer water like you know how that makes it like
2: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. i'm gonna go into a giggle fit in a second. Okay. All right, here we go,
1: guys. Why, is there did booze we... in it?
2: <laughs> no, no, because I was just thinking something. Fun. Like, I'm going to make these mouth noises. All right, here we go. Yeah, I don't... Go, nobody just wants don't. you to make the mouth noises. I guess, Garry, I I guess when I said that, I kind of meant
1: move the mic away, not closer. <laughs> yeah, nobody is interested in this bit. Stop it. Yeah, it's
4: not bad. Mm. All right, well, sounds good. No, no bad aftertaste?
2: Celsius, huh? No, they got not... other flavors? This is the only one they had. They had one box. And I'm like, all right, why not? I'll try it. What did that cost you? A dollar? A dollar for the can? Uh, it was... F- Five bucks for five for four cans.
3: Okay. So Bucket a quarter.
2: Yeah. Oh, no, it was it, actually I think it was eight ninety nine. For four, four cans? Yeah. Well that's, that's more than two
3: dollars a can. Uh, but it's if it really works.
2: works, it doesn't work. Yeah, I'm sure it doesn't work. It doesn't it's, work. It's, it's, uh, it's not it's not terrible. So that's, that's all exciting. right you know what I'm not gonna lie to you I'm gonna try it. Although I don't like the
3: ten calorie part of it.
2: When uh I start bouncing off the walls, you'll know it's working. That's a good point. is there a lot of caffeine in there? Uh, 200 milligrams.
1: I, I don't know. Wait, I, 10 I, calories, know. 200 milligrams. It sounds like we're talking about numbers, guys.
2: Let's uh. get low Put that thing away, man. World. I'm not kidding.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong. That's into the wrong hands. Yeah,
1: I really should not have this power. <laughs> no, you're the wrong
2: guy to have this. Terrible.
1: Hey, my uh,
3: my soda does not tell me how many, uh, how much. Uh, oh, there it is. Caffeine content uh fifty seven milligrams in my uh in my uh, twenty ounce now, coke uh coke now is zero. that per serving? No, no, tw- twenty ounces.
4: I know, but is it is is the measurement per serving?
1: Or is it two servings per container?
4: Serving size, one bottle. Okay. So Garen, what's uh what's that on your can?
2: Well it's a tiny can. Servings per container one. And what okay, was so the, that sounds like a lot. What was yeah, the caffeine? Two hundred something? Two hundred. Well it's got taurine in it. Oh, yeah. it's it's like a Red Bull. It, this is
3: like a Monster drink. You're drinking a Monster drink. Remember Sorry, me? I was I was so, I was a lot of fun when I was addicted to Monster drink. So uh, get on board with those, Garen. I think you're going to really enjoy those.
2: I can't wait. Maybe I'll have myself a little bit of a personality.
3: I almost got a divorce. <laughs> I almost I almost uh, Matt almost left this show. Uh, it wasn't pretty. I, I'm not laughing at Garen's joke because Garen has a strong personality. It, uh, uh, just not, it's just not. This is dull. Just dull, but it's very strong. <laughs> it's a very strong dull right you got a knife and you're stabbing with it it just ain't killing man <laughs> that's you uh all right let's take a break our, our guest mike kaplan is in the waiting room as we say here at the uh the zoom studios uh we come back we'll say hello to everybody as we already have and we'll check in with mike kaplan he's got a brand new album coming out i think it's called aka uh is that on, Matt, at risk of uh, making things uncomfortable is that on ast records it is not Nah, you don't want it right <laughs> doesn't make the cut i don't blame you
1: uh we did put out his last one i think Oh, what happened? Why, why, is, he, uh, why is he moving on? He likes to play the field. That's, that's fine. That's his prerogative. I don't like it at all. Oh, wait. That's okay with you guys if we go to different labels? <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Uh, totally
3: fine. Uh, uh, all right. We'll be back. Mike Kaplan right after this. Matt Belnet, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, Zip Recruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. To try ZipRecruiter for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the
1: day. But if you're hiring, you, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. If I've you, got other you, things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this.
3: I'm going to pronounce this properly in earn in. E A R N I N is pronounced earnin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it.
1: Yeah, it, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused cuz two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All but.
3: right, so let, let's all right, let's go with your premise. Mm-hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earn in. That's together. Mm-hmm. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, yeah. now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're mis- <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. (laughs) Now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under Podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never not funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max and pay period. Max see earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust Member FDIC. once again, Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to $750 per pay period. Earning. Get your money now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Episode 2610. Uh, it's a Monday. It's the 4th. I'm going to fold you Monday the 4th. May the 4th be with you. Mike Kaplan's with us. There's not a bigger Star Wars fan in the world than Mike Kaplan. <laughs> Boy, you go to his uh, you go to his Twitter feed. It's nothing but Vader memes today. It's its nonstop. I had to unfollow him. I couldn't take it anymore. C-3P-No is what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I'm Jimmy Pardo. Uh, and that's the end of the show. I literally should not only I'm so proud of that C-P-No coming out that quickly. I want to end the show on that. I, I mean, I want to end my career on it. <laughs> I'm done.
1: I'm done. Everything was perfect right up until you mispronounced your own last name afterwards. <laughs> oh, did I? What did I say? <laughs> I'm Jimmy Parda. <laughs> that's how i say it oh, okay. i've been saying it wrong all these years it's crazy everybody has it's jimmy Parda. okay wow i apologize By the way, i feel bad i like. said something during
3: that i don't know if you guys saw it on the screen i spit something out of my mouth that was uh uh covid uh, problematic
4: <laughs> well that's the reason why we have to do it this way otherwise we yeah. would be in the same room
0: hey speaking of mike kaplan's here hi mike Hello, Jimmy Pardno. I uh, I offer that. <laughs> oh, okay, that's it. The whole podcast is over. Happy to be here. I I do want to also uh, imagine that there are big Star Wars fans out there who understand that you were joking about. I'm not even the biggest. I'm not like Matt's wearing a Star Wars shirt. I'm wearing a blank shirt. Uh, like it could be anything. You could put a green screen on it, put a Chewbacca on it. But I'm I'm doing nothing. But I I, I love imagining that there are people out there who are like he is not the like I'm I might not be the biggest fan, but he's not the biggest fan. But even I understand it's a joke, but it's today is not the day to joke about it, Jimmy. But uh, to <laughs> me, it is. I appreciate you having me. It's just a coincidence. I also I am familiar with the movies. I did retweet one Star Wars tweet from the past uh, today, but uh, you can't have fo- you can't have unfollowed me because of that. You I you can unfollow me because of this. Everything that I'm saying right now. But, uh, um, I appreciate no, you having me. Always a pleasure. I, I want to know what the tweet you, was. Okay. Yeah, but was the tweet? The Star Wars tweet oh it was uh, I was at Jedi elementary school Uh, someone says uh, can can the force be with me and uh, oh it's may the force be with you (laughs) it's fun yeah. That's fun, right? That's retweetable. And then uh, unfollowable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, unable to come up with a joke to follow that one. It's so unbelievable. Unfollowable. <laughs> I uh, I will say this. If you're not following Mike Kaplan, you're doing the right thing. All right.
3: Now, <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> that's not fair. I like Mike. Mike gives you the cute joke uh, alert. He's going to let you know. Here comes a, a cute dad type of joke. I hate to use the phrase dad joke, but... Uh, it
0: kind of falls into those categories, but but you're warning us that they're happening. A hundred percent. I think that's what's important in comedy, like to, to know that it is comedy, to know what kind of comedy it's going to be. <laughs> so, you know, like with music, you don't just show up to any music show. You're like, oh, I'll see a music band tonight. You go to a specific genre. You go because you like what you're going to get. Like, I, I'm offering, I think that's the thing that people don't like about dad jokes or wordplay. They're like, ah, comedy, speaking truth to power. Somebody's about to tell me a real, hey, you just like to me they they feel betrayed and so i like to in advance let them know uh to look away if that's what they'd like mm-hmm. uh and uh, i don't think anybody looks away
3: though i think uh like me they probably enjoy them it's a nice uh break oh, yes. from the cynicism that is on twitter so uh i welcome a mike kaplan i'm glad to be following him because it's uh it's not unlike my otter an hour or whatever the hell it is possum an hour uh, or otter news uh that i follow because it breaks up the uh hey our dumb president uh, right now is telling you to put thumbtacks in your nails and that'll uh, get rid of this virus uh oh i think that's gonna work i'm gonna do that the guy over at the Kmart says i should do it assholes. <laughs> Woo. uh garen mentioned uh, before we got on the air the uh, the video of that asshole who wore a uh, clan hood to go shopping as his mask um man you got to be a special kind of asshole to do that you got to really be a Although the idea of him pulling that off, and it's that uh, Tom Cruise lookalike guy, that uh, that would be great. (laughs) (laughs) Or Dave Chappelle. Uh, Or Chappelle, right? Go with the go that way. Um, uh, Mike Kaplan's here. He's got a brand new album out called AKA. Uh, Or is it out already, Mike? When is it released? Releases this
0: Wednesday, May May eighth, Friday, as they do now. So Friday. So
3: uh, get your pre-orders in now. Um this episode comes out on Wednesday, uh late Wednesday, early Thursday, Mike, so it's right on time uh Perfect. for this uh this album of yours, AKA and that's released on
0: uh what label? Blonde Medicine. You're from Blonde Medicine? Hmm. Oh yeah, you're you're familiar? I'm not. Oh well uh Dominic Delbeni, uh previously of uh, of other Rooftop, Amazon, Audible. He's he's worked at all the places. Now he's gone out on his own. Blonde Medicine is actually all the letters of Dominic Delbeni, uh Scrambled up, uh, courtesy of our friend Zach Sherwin, who also likes doing things with letters and words. So yeah, Blonde Medicine. Great, great label. Great guy, Dominic. Happy to have the album out. Thanks for sharing it. Great. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, you had a huge fight with your last label, right? Like the
3: last guys, <laughs> like those guys were assholes compared to this dominic
0: yeah i forget who it was but for sure i do remember they were the worst whoever whoever it was oh, i only remember that shape of an experience everybody man. is clear on the joke thank you so much
3: <laughs> uh, yes everybody's clear um also mike is uh if you got the video you can see the mike is uh he's got the uh, the covet hairstyle going on the uh, Uh, Many are dealing with uh, your (laughs) eyebrows have never looked more groucho than they do at the moment.
0: You can trim those. You don't need a specialist for that, Mike. Do you know, I'll tell you 100%, like, Jimmy, I, I always love uh, talking to you. Uh, whenever I come into the studio now, I have new sneakers on because of one time you said something about my not new sneakers. And it's good. It's good to buy new sneakers once in a while. And here's the thing, I'm wearing long pants that are actual like work, you know, like I would dress to in these for work to go out to do comedy. I'm, I'm doing comedy work right now. I've put them on. And the eyebrows, the only reason that I have the eyebrows that they haven't been trimmed in not only the quarantine time, but months and months beyond that, is my girlfriend who I live with, who I love, and who is the person who I care most, what she thinks of my appearance and my my whole life, really. I care nothing for what any of you think. She <laughs> loves these eyebrows. I don't think she's trying to just repel other people by keeping like an armor of eyebrow around me. I think she loves old man Jewish eyebrows. They can actually, I can pull them to beneath my eye uh, and they're just they're they're they have a life of their own almost They're characters in our lives they're turning into butterflies almost they're uh, so look i go to the the barber and i say give me a haircut and they're like and for sure you want us to cut those eyebrows it's not even a question they're like want us to cut those eyebrows you you do want us to and i say unfortunately my wonderful girlfriend who i mean fortunately she has an aesthetic uh of visual beauty that she she has for herself for our home and for me and so these his eyebrows are uh, courtesy Rini Vaskresensky. <laughs> That's your name.
3: Right, so, yeah, I got the thing. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't, <laughs> Context I didn't think it was
0: the name of the salon
3: that you were going to. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Mike, I think, honest to God, if you said Mike Kaplan's joining you and you did, and I didn't know that, and you just popped up on the screen. I may not know it's you. You are you are very much in disguise with that thick beard. Uh, thicker than I've ever seen it uh uh the the eyebrows again are groucho like in nature and your hair looks uh, pr- professorial a guy a pr- professor who didn't have time to shower before he came to class
0: I've been doing too much preparation of the information for the class I think it's much more important yeah. to get that out there we're we're trying to solve this virus you know I don't have time to shower and wash the virus off of my body
3: right good for you I, well thank you professor for all your hard work uh itching my arm in a way that i've never done before reaching over in a way that is awkward and weird uh, i like
1: that right, mike 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 mike, mike looks like if uh, if judd hirsch lost 80 pounds huh. <laughs> he does is
3: are either people happy with that comparison <laughs> why not it's like
4: you took a you just took a big swipe across all of judaism <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think judd hirsch is a good-looking guy who's done well for himself why not be compared to him
0: I, I, I think Jed Hirsch is a good looking guy and uh, the only reason I have to say that is because everyone thinks that maybe I don't think that <laughs> <Okay>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the uh, what's the movie uh, somebody I, I bring it up uh, but once every three years on the show I bring it up what's the movie with uh, I would say Christine Latte and River Phoenix and the families on the run Oh, uh, uh, running, empty. It,
0: running on empty you ever see that movie. I've not seen that. Look, I don't know if it holds up, but I remember loving it. I remember thinking it was terrific. Is it Christy
3: Lottie? Am I right about that, Garen?
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Jimmy, your recommendation is if I could see that movie many years ago as you, I will love it. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) At that place in your life, no question.
3: (laughs) Hey, you know what we watched last night? You know, we were doing, uh, courtesy of the Garen Cockrell uh, video library, we watched uh, City Slickers last night, and uh, I still love it. I still think it's a great movie. I uh, boy did I enjoy it I got choked up when I was supposed to
2: I laughed when I was supposed to it, it made me uh, very very much enjoyed it I haven't seen that in years that might be a good reason to sit down and uh, watch it well I know from us unsealing it here that you haven't watched it on blu-ray <laughs> yeah. well I have I have a secondary blu-ray of that film I think, I'm right? asking I you it.
3: and I'm not kidding anymore I'm asking you to go to the kitchen
1: pull out a knife and <laughs> jam it in your
3: fucking gut <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have two city slickers blu-rays in possession uh, I I mean, now may Jimmy have seen.
2: sold the other one when I when I received this one that Jimmy has because the was one there a different special them edition? Too? Yeah, this is a new a, re, a new release that's special edition with all sorts of bells and whistles. This, this has
3: uh, your choice of covers. If you want to flip the cover around, you could uh, huh. have a different cover. If you you know if you display your DVDs, you know cover first, cover front as opposed to the spine.
2: You don't face huh. out your DVDs. I don't face them out. Uh, <laughs>
3: Uh, and I do face out the one that we're currently watching because that's how that uh, li- mm-hmm. stands nicely on the shelf. Do you have an end cap in your house?
1: <laughs> you like to I get an end cap a few new releases. <laughs> yeah, uh, staff picks. <laughs> we do that. <laughs> uh, I don't Oliver, like. I, I don't like when uh, like movies that are just. I mean, City Slickers is a good movie, but it's it's just a Hollywood comedy. Uh, not to belittle that, but it's it's not a fancy thing. I don't know why you need to do a a, a special edition fancy thing. Like it reminds me of. Uh, I love The Princess Bride, and and I'm not trying to uh, degrade The Princess Bride. But again, it's a fairy tale action, adventure, comedy, whatever you want to call it, romance. It's all all the genres in one thing. That's why it's special. But they they put out a Blu-ray, and the cover, they like... I don't know who they hired to make this cover, but they made a new cover that... The, the 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 name the princess bride the the way it was written the, they designed a font to write it so that if you turn it upside down it still says the princess bride which is oh. un, undeniably cool but what the hell does that have what? to do with the princess bride who cares Nothing. i don't need to turn the princess bride upside down and be, uh, be, be bewildered by the results <laughs> and Matt, again you, you don't have an end cap so what's the point
3: i am right. sorry might go right ahead
0: oh oh no thank i i want it's great to be able to see everybody and uh, and also hear everybody those are the two things mm-hmm that i like about uh (laughs) format and so in addition to that i'll say matt so i understand the princess bride a fine movie the city slickers a fine movie what movie do you think is uh merit what what one does marriage like yeah yeah
1: okay so well in my mind it would be something that's like like remember the movie pie yes Mm -hmm. uh that's a movie that's like Inter- or like Inception, like a movie that like the plot and the construction of the film itself is inter- intricate and and elaborate and, and fancy. And so like that would make sense for the
0: cover of that to be like, oh, look at this. You turn it this way and it still says that. For Inception, you just keep opening different, there's boxes within boxes within <laughs> yes. boxes until eventually right. you get down to the bottom. You're like, is the movie even in here?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah the, the actual box you buy is like the size of a refrigerator and you have to just keep opening it. Yeah, I like that idea. Yeah. So like to me, I just don't know what like what prompted that. They're like, we got to do something I, special.
3: I think, Matt, to, to, to be devil's advocate, I think some people would disagree with you and think that Princess Bride is the exact movie to do that with. People are so into that movie. Well, people are into that really movie say- the way you're into Star Wars. I
1: mean, people I, are I really love it too. into that movie. I, I, I know every line of the dialogue in that movie, but I don't need it to be uh, like a visual puzzle. That doesn't to me doesn't apply to the movie.
2: Uh, well do, Criterion I, just released that, believe it or not. I don't believe it. I don't fucking believe it. <laughs> it's like a storybook. <laughs> the cover looks like a, like the book. That's, oh, see, that like That makes sense. That thing. is That makes a, sense to me. That's a good I idea. I will say
4: this, Matt, I've I did a little search to see what you're talking about, yeah. and the thing that they did was they they had the characters uh Wesley and uh and uh, Buttercup? Buttercup. Thank you. Uh in their two in their two lives. Like there was the life before all the adventure. Mhm.
0: Uh, as you wish, and then there and- is the life after. It got flipped, turned upside down, like it says in the theme song. Okay, so now that, if this was a box set of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, totally
1: great idea for the box to flip it upside down, and then one side is Philadelphia, the other side's Bel-Air. Even though you almost never see Philadelphia, except for in the opening credits of that
0: show. I mean, Matt, it's the Fresh Princess Bride of Bel-Air. What do you, what don't you see about this? Uh, Hang on, are are we on At Midnight? Why did that just happen? uh...
3: (laughs) (laughs) Points! Mash, Mash up your favorite tv show and your favorite movie uh hey, no, that's he, actually kind of fun I'm, i don't know why i'm making fun of that I would yeah that category i <laughs> yeah,
1: kind of maybe we should start playing that on this show because that that show's not on anymore if i may <laughs>
3: mike just won
1: i think that uh, <laughs> he did thank I, you I, I also want to point out that I, I don't know how many examples of that there are in the world that the font that you can flip upside down but i will tell you that um, lil wayne released an album a few months ago that mm. did the same thing
0: I believe if you search for, I think they're called ambigrams. Correct. You, I, yeah. Ah, Thank you. You can, you can do it with, I mean, there's people, there's a lot of examples.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how many uh, of them were uh, <laughs> warranted and appropriate?
0: Well, I think one one of them, if you look for the word ambigram, the same upside down and right side up, that's like the best, that's the only one you really need to look at. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm going to look up my own name, have it done. I'm not suggesting somebody did it, but I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, uh, somebody can yeah I mean, jim can or jimmy
4: it. that's a, that's a common enough name i would yeah think that i think this it could happen. work right jimmy hey, uh, parda or just yeah, what jimmy? about parda
3: yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> uh all right let's go around the horn mike kaplan as i mentioned here he's got that brand new album coming out aka you could buy that over at uh, go to mike Kaplan.com. i imagine he's got uh, some sort of a link over there for the uh, album uh but let's check in over there with the uh we talked to him earlier the pop culture piece uh, info desk uh, that is sponsored by dogpal.com Garren cockerel in front of that video library garen how's uh uh no we talk, we saw you on saturday of course for the uh for the live event but uh anything else happening over there in van nuys we need to know about uh i started watching schitt's creek
2: finally oh good get on board man that show i, I don't know why it took me so long to start watching it i guess because people kept telling me to watch it i'm like you don't tell me what to do <laughs> yeah. uh, but, uh it's funny how far in are it's you funny uh i think episode 10 of the first season okay like, I'm watching them, like, six at a time, basically.
1: Whoa.
3: Here's what's interesting to me. To,
2: yeah.
3: me. to me, it's yeah. interesting in that the show, as it goes on, in my opinion, gets less funny, but better, if that makes mm. sense. I think it becomes I a agree. better show that's less funny, uh, but in a positive way. I think that the mm. it's less joke-heavy and more character-driven, and it really
0: works. Jimmy, thank you for the the good show alert that's nice to know that <laughs> if you're expecting it to get funnier and funnier you might be disappointed but if you're expecting it to get better and better and less funny now now i might watch it
2: <laughs> uh, it's worth watching I, I, it. I thought it was great i very much enjoyed it because dan ex- levy he takes over right he basically turns into the showrunner at some point i think he always was i think he always was he it was it's his, oh, okay. it's his uh it's his baby yeah i thought he sort of evolved into that role because he's only I- written one episode so far that i noticed oh is that true Oh, yeah, he I only saw he wrote I could pilot. be wrong I, I, I thought he wrote the I, pilot with his dad he might have maybe he did but I've only seen him credited once
0: Karen, hmm. is there a chance that you have not watched this at all <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's such a good guy that he's like he's writing every episode but he's like I don't need any of the credit I'm just happy that the show exists you take it you put your name on and they're like really Dan you should be the one he's like no just the fact that it exists at all <laughs> You know, I do baby. I do know this based on
3: a friend of mine uh, who wrote on a show and I will not uh, reveal the show or the person uh, to keep everybody. Uh, uh, maybe there's a legal thing behind this, but um, is it Dan Levy on Schitt's Creek?
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> if you want to decide that's who it is, uh, you decide yourself. <laughs> I will tell you that his father is a famous man from SCTV. So here's oh. the thing <laughs> who has eyebrows uh, just like Mike Kaplan. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, or one of his insane characters. <laughs> um they would uh you know you get more money if your name is in the credits but if you're all in the writer's room you're all kind of writing it anyway so Mm -hmm. they would rotate whose name would get on the uh, would get the credit so that they would you know get that extra ten thousand dollars or whatever in addition to whatever they're getting so they would rotate it over the you know 22 episodes that they all would get that a couple of times uh and that's how that writer's room did it which i think is a great way to do it
1: yeah that's really cool i also feel like in in comedy uh uh at least to like network TV comedies, usually the does the showrunner? I don't remember showrunners writing specific episodes. They're kind of running the room. But I I feel like maybe I'm wrong. But I feel like you don't see like very rarely. Maybe you see Greg Daniels' name as a writer on an episode of The Office, but he was running that show. Well,
2: I well, think a p- smaller like Netflixy right. sort of see what is that CBC
0: or whatever shows they probably. Yeah. Yeah, you're. And own. sometimes you would what see Larry
3: is, David's name having you know uh, writing credit from time to time. Mm-hmm.
0: Aaron Sorkin would write like the the at least the first episode and the last episode of a lot of the West Wing. I've been watching yeah. watching that, so I think I think they uh, well, it I think de- there's yeah. no
1: it definitely, rule. It definitely happens in drama, like the one hour dramas. I feel like you do often see the the person who the showrunner slash creator is has their name as the writer on episodes. But, but I was don't trying you to see
3: Mike Schur's name a lot on, uh, on a lot of that stuff.
1: That, well, that, that's I've been. We just started watching Parks and Rec with the kids, and I was. That's what I was thinking of. I don't. I don't remember seeing Mike Schur's name as a right as a written by in Parks and Rec, but I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just uh, not thinking straight.
2: Well, I remember back in the Buffy days. Anytime you would see a written by Joss Whedon moment, you'd be like, "Oh shit, here we go!" Like you knew it was going to yeah. be a major episode because he's. You
3: know there was a, the uh, a, a to flip it. There was uh, a, a, some writers on Friends. That whenever I would see their, and I don't know these people, but whenever I would see their name, I would go, this one's going to suck. And, and it always did. It always did. Yeah. Um, and it fascinated me. By the way, I, I've never been hired to write on anything. so, uh, <laughs> But I know uh, what I like, and I know I didn't care for those people's uh, episodes of Friends.
1: That's funny. I don't remember, other than the creator, because that's a, that's a, another example. I remember seeing Marta Kaufman and who
0: was the other two? Uh, Crane? Crane? what isn't it what isn't crane the last oh, name? oh david a person? crane yes thank you oh, i yeah. thought i thought you said bane and it
1: confused the hell out of me
3: <laughs> i thought you just bane. said
0: rain oh. i was like what <laughs> oh no uh i guess guys uh, no more podcasts yeah. okay uh, I <laughs> everybody yeah. i was i was trying to help i was uh i gave the right answer it's i know it's not a trivia game but uh yeah. i understand also we're in the context where we all might be throwing in jokes and uh perhaps it maybe i could make bane work yeah <laughs> hmm F- friend nope i can't can't do it <laughs> good try good try <laughs> i really thank you yeah but that's i was i remember they
1: those the 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 showrunners slash creators of friends wrote the finale like that's the kind of thing i feel like you see like uh, uh, if it's the f- maybe a season finale or a series finale that's when the the showrunner comes in and, and you see their name written by but i don't know you guys want to talk about something else
0: <laughs> <laughs> it makes the most sense <laughs> so that's what garen's week was about
2: yeah so so garen that's what you're up to then <laughs> yeah well that and we basically just completely reorganized my and cleaned up my living room uh
3: who's we you and uh your 19 roommates yep and yeah so a... uh, and this was all happening saturday while we did our live show right they were reorganizing the living room
2: yeah that's been it took us four days to move everything and we vacuum cleaned the whole carpet steam cleaned it oh yeah, yeah. right
3: where'd yeah. you get a steam cleaner during this uh, these times one of those where you rented at uh, ralph's or something No. remember store?
2: the neighbors that came and knocked on the door at two o'clock in the morning yes yeah. the next day we saw them walking one into their apartment we're like hey, where'd you guys get the, because we tried to rent one and we, you can't rent them because of the quarantine. They're not doing it. And uh, they're like, oh no, it's my buddies. I'm like, can we Can we use that? We're like, yeah, sure. They let so you borrow we, it. They let us borrow it, yeah. So wait, no,
3: is that accurate? Because uh, I got a stain on a piece of furniture over here uh, and I was thinking, oh, I'd just go up to uh, the grocery store and rent one of those Dr. Steams, whatever they're called. They are
2: not renting those at the moment? They, as far as a couple of weeks ago, they were not because they can't, like the return situation, They, I guess it's a risk or uh, something yeah i don't know if that's changed i doubt it but um you can always ask
3: i could always ask you know what you make a good point next time i'm at the ralphs i just i'll I'll ask him about it i'm not making fun mike is laughing in your face garen uh did i say it comedically of course i
0: did but that's how i speak my as i've mentioned many times my wedding vows people thought i was being sarcastic so I, um, just to be clear it's not possible to tell whose face I am laughing in I, I see all your faces equally so
3: yeah it was really directed at Karen I could tell uh,
0: I, <laughs> I know you think you're hiding behind those brows but I could see what your, your real intent this is. is the mask that I use it's the groucho mask that I use when I go out so <laughs> if I ever get stopped
3: smart very smart
0: Uh, wait wait a minute I have gotta give you guys the, the trivia question
1: yeah uh, yeah yeah I'm
3: supposed to get answers as we go along here at least the category i screwed this up the category all right so here's the category first and again mike you're betting anywhere between zero and 25 points yes the category is um uh here we go it's a uh, pop culture pop culture and the question is so long it's on two pieces of paper oh these are <laughs> green so you can't see them <laughs> uh there's uh, there's one and then there's the other uh wow. and then oliver also wrote on here and i don't know if this is a giveaway uh i guess you'll know once i read the question um I guess I can't read Well, I already know this, so I have to say this out loud so yeah. that we're all on the equal footing. P.S. Not Star Wars question, but happy Star Wars Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's pop culture. <clears throat> Pardon me. You all right, Elliot? Yeah. You got the 19? You got the, the the vid hardcastle? I think I got the 20. Oh, yeah. You got a new one? You got a brand new virus? Yeah,
4: because, that, well, that's how it works. They just they just increment them up. As we learn from our president, uh, The the numbers just keep going up. Was it the president or was it some governor?
3: I think that one was a governor, but yeah, I, I don't want I don't want to
4: miss, miss, uh, uh misattribute, uh, stupidity to the wrong person.
0: Just, just to be clear for real, I I'm sorry if uh, <coughs> we're all having fun, but the 19 is because it was 2019 that it was discovered. And yeah. so yeah. if there was one discovered this year, it would be 20, not just because it's the next one, but because right. that's just the continue, year that right. it is. Yeah. The uh, next there, one that
3: they discover could be, uh, uh, 2032. So it'd be COVID 32 possibly, right. but. Uh, and the
4: there could have been COVID nineteen A and COVID nineteen B and COVID exactly. nineteen
0: C. Ah, that'd be that'd be fun. If it, if it is thirty two, we'll have a lot of fun jokes about how we don't know whether we'll we'll need to watch all the uh you know in, intermediary covids. Like, uh-huh. oh no, <laughs> <laughs> how will I understand the plot? <laughs> I will tell you this: the first time I heard a comedian say
3: that, I thought it was the greatest joke in the world. Like, it, it was about it was about Malcolm X. yeah yes. I, a, no. I, a, I like this.
0: I haven't seen the first nine, that, I thought it was a great joke. A, yeah, yeah. that's the thing I mean one the thing about jokes is uh when it's a surprise it's a surprise to you and and that's what makes it a joke and good and then if if you hear many jokes like that it's no longer a joke it's just like song lyrics that you've heard before
3: yeah agreed let's agree to agree on this Mike (laughs) I agree that's kind of the comedy you can get on aka that's out now on (laughs) blind medicine which is a great song by uh Bon Jovi blonde medicine oh love Bon Jovi I said blind thank you blonde medicine do you really Mike
0: Uh, you know, the answer is I do have a great fondness for Bon Jovi music. (laughs) Wow. That is surprising. Uh, It's not, I don't think it's only because I'm from New Jersey, but I do know that all the kids that I grew up with loved Bon Jovi and I didn't listen really to music till I was a teenager. And so I sort of caught up and... I think it's because when you're a teenager, my, your brain is forming into your adult brain and the things that you love then, or the things that even you don't love, the things that you're just, you know, you're marinating in the societal stew as a teenager. And years later, you're like, Oh, that song, I didn't even like that song. But I remember it reminds you of, you know, your youth, you're becoming an adult. And so I started watching, you know, Bon Jovi videos. I, I will always love you is a a, a classic, a classic one that I love. And then I just started, I was like, Oh, those kids were right. Those dumb kids who didn't know anything that i grew up with We're right about bon jovi so yeah i don't like listen to bon jovi actively today but whenever his name comes up i'm like oh yeah love love bon jovi
3: no i have to say i don't know that bon jovi song i will always love you is that uh, oh that that might not be the name of it it's just called always always. yes oh it's always okay
2: thank you that's probably his maybe one of his best songs you think that's
3: better than bad medicine (laughs) oh yeah Of course it is Any fucking song Better than bad medicine
1: (laughs) But that's it But but that's what Your love is like Jimmy
0: My
3: love is like A blonde medicine
1: It's very good (laughs) Shake it up Uh,
3: As I've said Mike Many many times I I can't stand Bon Jovi But I saw a Bon Jovi Cover band And I enjoyed Every second of it Which then led me to believe You know what I don't like About Bon Jovi Bon Jovi (laughs) This is great I I
0: I don't like him Uh, Do you you know Sean O'Connor's jokes about Bon Jovi that are fantastic? (laughs) By the way, can I just say this? I don't know if Sean O'Connor is capable of making a bad joke. Oh, no. I expect
3: whatever he wrote about Bon Jovi is phenomenal. Yeah, he's got a he's got a few. Can I tell you
0: one? Yes, of course you can. Mike, uh, uh, bring some fun into this show. We're in a COVID crisis. <laughs> so I believe uh, I'll paraphrase here. I believe uh he's talking about a time when he lived in Los Angeles, as I believe he does now. Uh, but his mother uh, was in New Jersey, where they come from, where Bon Jovi is lauded. So she calls. He's like, I, she called me at two in the morning. L.A. time, 5 a.m. Bon Jovi time. And she says to me, uh, do you you know who is in the hospital? And I was like, dad. And she says, better. And the answer was Bon Jovi was at the hospital. And is Uh, is his mom a nurse? Yes. Oh, she's a nurse at the hospital. That um, that part is relevant to the joke, of course.
3: So she's excited that JBJ is in the house. (laughs) Yes. Calls her son 2 a.m. Oh yes.
1: All right. <laughs> By the way, guys, you can hear all of Sean O'Connor's John Bon Jovi jokes on his great album. It's on AST Records. It's called oh. the James Dean type, I think. <laughs> and uh yeah, that's a great album. He actually he worked at a Best Buy when John Bon Jovi came in and, and was a customer of his, and there's a oh, funny yeah. really funny story about that.
3: I uh by the way all of my releases uh, my last two um have been on uh Right Pump is Pump no Pompa's Clown is not the reissues on AST Records
0: mm-hmm. uh but Spread Saturas on AST Records
3: I exclusively when I find a label I stick with them.
0: <laughs> Loyal. uh that's that's great I love I love loyalty. I'm, it's one of my favorites. I love loyalty, and I also love you know diversity. Those are the two things that you like. I'm loyal to. Good for you.
3: This is uh, of course all just ball busting fun. Sean O'Connor would have had a great joke about it. Now listen. Uh, all right, so it's pop culture. Here's your question, guys. Here's your question. Wait, everybody got their uh, mic? Yes. Did
0: you, did you write down your points, Mike? Oh, I, I didn't. I didn't know I was supposed to write it down. I thought you were going to ask me to tell you. Uh, but I am going to uh, write know? it down. Why do I get right to see his feet? What's happening? Yeah, we're seeing feet.
3: We're seeing your feet, Mike. Oh, sorry about that.
0: Hi, I Mike. didn't mean to show you my feet. <laughs> uh, I have now the num- written down the number that okay. I am. All
3: right, here betting. we go. Now, here's your question. And this is a long one uh, in my son's handwriting. So get ready to uh, have me have him come in here to read it to us. <laughs> uh, in see in a season five episode of the simpsons apparently my son doesn't want me to freaking win a (laughs) freaking here (laughs) in a season five episode of the simpsons entitled bart gets an elephant bart wins a gag prize of an elephant but later will get money instead he demands he gets the elephant this is nearly uh this is a nearly exact parody of a real event where the real thing where the same thing rather again my son's handwriting is (laughs) atrocious where the same thing happened on what game show was a gag elephant given oh okay that's a pretty good uh...
1: god damn it I thought he was going to ask the elephant's name which I know it's stampy
0: (laughs) that's not what he's asking Matt nope this isn't a Simpsons question at all I'm so pissed Uh, Uh, do we write down the answer is that the the way it's played uh, yeah write down your answer uh, and I'm not. I'm super. I'm not super
4: confident with this answer, but I I feel okay about it.
3: I feel uh I feel decent about mine. I feel decent about my answer. Elliot. I feel okay. Mike feels good about it. His feet are uh, enjoying the breeze. Hey, Mike, what's the weather like there?
0: And are uh, you in New York City? Correct. I am in New York City. Yesterday was the the warmest, most beautiful by those metrics day that we've had. So, uh, like, I went outside. I've been going outside with a with a hoodie at times. Had to take off the hoodie. Uh, so, yeah, uh, weather weather really nice uh, and full of diseased people.
3: <laughs> yeah, boy, oh boy. And uh, uh, your neighborhood are they uh, pretty much following the rules, masks and and distancing and such?
0: They are the, uh, I'm around the corner from the park slope food co-op where I shop. And, uh, the line often goes around like three, like two and a half blocks. And there are, uh, on the, there's like markings tape on the, on the sidewalk of where to stand. So it, I think, yeah, almost when I see somebody without a mask, I'm like, oh, that is, I'm glad that it's a rarity.
3: Yeah. It's, uh, it is shocking when the, you see the person who's not, uh, by the way, I went to, I had to go to Target and do some shopping on, uh, uh saturday i had to get uh you know some throw pillows and stuff for the house uh you know the essentials, <laughs> essentials. and um <laughs> uh the woman in front of me you know there had you know there's the line and they too have the tape markings every six feet and where you're supposed to walk to the woman in front of me in fact i took pictures for danielle uh with with the answer with the with just the caption every time she would walk to the middle of the two lines oh, every no. fucking time but so she was nine feet behind the person in front of her, which then made me have to be if I wanted to say six feet, I was then driving the person nuts behind me, mm-hmm. who was then driving the person nuts behind them because none of us could were at the line. Up, yeah. And I was like, at what point at what point are you going to realize those lines are for you to walk to and
0: stop it? And in this particular case, like if you were like, I'm going to follow the rules of being on the line, then you, like, she's at risk from your breathing, not the other. Right. Like, this is be- best case. I mean, this is good that she's not endangering anyone more except for herself. She's annoying everyone or endangering herself.
3: Yeah. Well, it annoyed the hell out of me. I'll tell you that for the, <laughs> you know, the 30 minutes we had to wait in line. It was driving me bananas. Like, you're never going to catch on to these lines. You're never going to catch on to it. Okay. So I had to stay, you know, like I say, nine feet behind her, and that, of course, was—I have to imagine—angering the people behind me because that person behind me would always—you would always see them. You'd feel them walk, then realize, oh, too close, and then move back to uh, being six feet away. That and that happened again every single time that we went up. Garin, uh, we're circling back to you before I say uh, hello to Elliot. Uh, give us your answer on this, uh, this Simpsons question.
2: I, I got to comment on that poor woman. She's got to be a nightmare on set if she's an actress. She just can't hit those marks. Okay. All right. I'll see you guys later. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I this like it. X's. <laughs> you got something for That was a joke. Yeah. I don't care. Check out the walls and remember <laughs> who the boss is. Ice to Jimmy.
0: You're getting Iced to fly Jimmy to call to call. Iced to fly Jimmy. You're getting Iced to fly Jimmy to call to call.
3: As I've said over and over on this, uh, ever since that song came in, um, I like it so much that I'm, I'm icing when icing isn't necessary. That is
0: <laughs> I, how much I like that It's
3: definitely
1: song. changed the course of the show because yeah. I am looking for the ice at every opportunity. <laughs> I,
2: uh, I like it so much that I purposely say jokes. Oh, thank there, you, guys. Uh, uh,
3: no, that was not an example
1: purpose. of me looking for something nice. That was iceable. That was, <laughs> that was deep freeze, baby. I like that song so much that I, I had it stuck in my head over the weekend and I was singing it and then Charlie started singing it because he heard me singing it. He has what no idea. What The Iced by Jimmy part or the rap in the beginning? The whole thing. But it mostly About he it. he just kept going, Iced by Jimmy, too cold. And
0: <laughs> it's hilarious. I, I like it so much. For sure, it's worth having a joke that you don't enjoy. Like, at, like having Bon Jovi that you don't enjoy is worth... <laughs> worth it for the sean o'connor jokes you know yes. i think yes. i think the world is better for having both of them in it
3: agreed <laughs> 100 hey mike and we'll, and we'll go around the horn here but mike i'm curious are you doing any of these uh i was very anti these when it started and i uh i don't know if i would still uh, i still maintain that i don't think i'd be interested but i know some people are doing it and are enjoying it
0: are you doing any of the zoom stand-up shows i am doing them uh for me it kind of once that, once the offers started coming in, I was like, I guess I'll, I will try it. I'll see what it's like. Uh, and in some ways it's like this, it's like a podcast where there maybe are some other people in the room on mic. Maybe everyone is muted. Maybe it is like a performance art piece where you're like, is anyone listening? And then you get to just, you know, you're wonderful at talking. You would be great at these shows. Like the, the idea that, you know, I'm not doing my best honed, polished material that works in front of live, audiences that gets laughs in my mind that when i do it and to nothing that like but i'm thinking like oh if my best joke would get nothing then why don't i just say the newest thing i could think of and have it get the exact same reaction that my best <laughs> joke would get and so I, I really do find like it is you know creatively not constricting but you know expansive in a way uh so i do and then i did one show i've done a couple shows where they have curated an audience of people to have like certain people with their mics turned on, and they're like, if it's too loud, turn it off. Like they're they're good with you know kind of bouncers, you know, which is kind of nice. This is a thing that I like. Like, how do you deal with hecklers? Well, just tell the admin to mute their mic, and that's. Uh, I hope that works uh, when we get back to real live comedy shows. Uh, just having a black mirror style button but so this is the kind of material that's being uh uh processed in this time and I'm like I think it's great it gets the same reaction as my best jokes but uh they what sometimes there are these curated audiences and it's almost like you know doing a show where I'm like oh this I've been saying this my girlfriend has been laughing at these particular jokes that she's like that do that one every time it's about to- so the only jokes that I've been I'm sure of that really work on a live audience are I love my girlfriend and this one toilet paper joke that she's like <laughs> I just tell everybody. So, we haven't uh, heard sure. it yet, Mike. <laughs> oh no, uh, if you want I'll I'll give it to you. Here we go. Please welcome to the stage.
3: I uh, heard the uh, in the Zoom room. Uh Mike Kaplan.
0: Thank, oh, thank you so much. Uh, oh, it's, oh, wow. This is, uh, oh, wow. I, I, what's
3: with the fucking eyebrows?
0: Uh, oh, man. I will. I do have jokes about those, but those are from the before times. I know they work Can't tell you anything more about those. Well, I'll, give you, I'll give you one taste of that. Uh, you know what they say about a guy with big eyebrows is, uh, get away from me. So that's normally what they say. Appreciate it. Uh, but my, so I was, I do want to give a quarantine tip. This is, I mean, this is for real. Like there's, you know, jokes are about nothing. Jokes for escape. But jokes about what's really happening. Jokes to engage. Uh, the solidarity, the communal experience we're all having, people are worried. People, maybe not as much. Well, this, I wrote this early on, this tip for when people were concerned about running out of toilet paper. And if you're concerned that you might running out, might be running out of toilet paper, I just recommend try not to poop for several weeks. If you can avoid, try to not poop. Uh, and if you're worried about running out of food, try to not eat. And that'll help with the not pooping. And obviously, I, at this point, I jump in and say, that's a joke. Do You must eat. Nutrition is important. Keep your body alive. But the part about not pooping, that is not a joke. That part is a sincere your recommendation and i just keep going along with that for a while and my girlfriend she's in the other room behind a a closed locked door with noise canceling headphones because i am very loud and she does like quiet but if she were out here boy you would hear one person laughing yeah (laughs) should i I play that song you you got it yeah Uh,
3: (laughs) that's unfair um Right, we can't ice the guest. That's no, not fair no. to the guest. No. Have we ever iced the guest? I don't think so. Have we ever? I don't maybe think a friend I don't think of the so. show.
0: Maybe a oh, the Mike's a friend of the show. We could yeah. we could ice Mike yeah. and he. I would. I would be fun. honored, honored to be iced. And long story, very long. I have done those shows, and I do, I do feel it does feel like doing something. Like doing them is almost like doing nothing, but it does feel like something in these times. Have you done the ones where you can get paid? Oh yeah, there's there's a whole a whole spectrum. Like sometimes they like, you know, put your Venmo on the screen. Sometimes they collect money themselves. Sometimes there are tickets. I am on the day of my album release. Uh this is not this was not a setup. I like I like that, you know, magicians sometimes are like, "No, we've never met before." And they say, "Yes, that's correct." I'm like, "If you had if it was a setup, you would just li- like you would lie. Like how does this this is right not you're, you're not swearing on a bible. This, this is not You could lie in court as well. Anyway, uh so I do have a show on May 8th, the day that my album comes out at the nowhere comedy club. And these are folks that are curating a nice audience experience. So you, you buy a ticket, you look up Mike Kaplan, nowhere comedy club, and you can be in the audience. Your laughs may be audible. I may hear them and know that comedy is still a thing. Uh, and it's, uh, I mean, my only concern is that I've been doing so many shows without worrying about an audience. Like what happens when they're back? But,
3: uh, and yeah, you, so you have you seen any of the Nowhere Comedy Club shows yet, or are you going in blind on this?
0: Uh, I've participated in other shows that these folks have been have been running, where they've had the curated audience. It's uh, it's Steve Hofstetter and Ben Glebe and uh, Chris yeah. Bowers are like the comedy juice oriented. Uh, they're they're they've got they've got a show where they just you know they have guests they have comedians and you know just kind of joke around and they've really fostered a nice audience a nice community like everybody's it's kind of like you know a comedy show in general in the past in the before times would be like hey everyone I'm gonna I'm gonna as a comedian I'll say things and then you agree to listen and the goal is for you to laugh involuntarily like it's like it's a weird thing if you you know sort of explicitly say what's going on but it's even more like that now this mindful like this just uh intentional like compassionate group of people that are like okay like comedians need us we need them like i get let's all pretend for a little while until it's real like it seems it seems artificial but like the the seed of what what everyone's desires are is like really meaningful (laughs)
3: You know what? That's the best explanation I've heard about it. And and uh, I, I still don't know if it's for, right for me because I do this and, and I, I get enough uh, out, outlet here. But uh uh, I like the way you just described that, Mike. Uh, it, uh, Thank better, you. Better than anybody
0: else has done it where they just go, just do it. It's fun. <laughs> no, no. And I I think, uh, I don't know if we need a whole new theme song, but I think I just got niced by Jimmy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
0: is, my, my rap name is Nice Cube. so Or Nice Nice Babe. Uh, you know, Vanilla Nice. All of them. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know what, just, Matt? You you now can play that for yeah, my Yeah, please. I think, it's I, time. I think it's
1: definitely
3: time. Uh, <laughs> well, good luck on that show, Mike. I okay. I wish you a lot of luck. Check out
2: the walls and remember who the boss is.
1: Nice. Hi, nice. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> nice. Hey, you know what I was thinking, though? Um, when you were talking about the audience situation in, in these virtual shows, didn't uh, Periscope, and I think maybe even Facebook Live has that thing where if people are watching you, or not Facebook, uh Instagram live. Like oh, the heart? No, Facebook hearts. does it too. They, yeah, they should yeah. they should have ha ha's and and then just tell everybody thinking about that. just press that when you actually laugh. Yeah, hey, I like that. Don't be a dick about it. I mean I, I don't know what being a, you wouldn't be you'd be actually the opposite of a dick if you're just constantly hitting it, but but like be honest about it because the 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 comedian appreciates genuine feedback, right? I mean it's kind of important.
2: Yeah, but what happens when you get that one ha ha? <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> you well, tell you us, Garen. What, what does that feel like, Garen? You could tell us.
2: <laughs> uh, well, if I saw on the screen, I that that makes me immediately think as a heckler.
1: Mm. Oh, you think it's it's a sarcastic? Sarcastic. Uh
0: (laughs) I think that that's more of a Rorschach for what's going on inside the individual that you are Yeah, like, not just you, but anyone like if you if you see something that could be sincere and could be sarcastic, why not? Why not give yourself the benefit of the doubt? You know, if you don't have you don't have any information about what's going on inside that person, you only know what's going on inside your person. If you think it was if you think, oh, yeah, you're right. That should be sarcastic. You know, yeah, I, I didn't do a great job, but, you know, why not? But with no evidence, why not believe in yourself for one second?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I can only say that internally, I am extremely mentally stable. There's no nothing <laughs> off about me in any way. And what There's I have to say to that, that,
0: that is ha! ha. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting
3: iced by kaplan why don't we do high. this why don't we take another break here matt yeah uh we'll take another break when we come back i'll uh, we'll go further around the horn i'll get everybody's uh, trivia answers uh and then we'll, we'll chat more with mike kaplan right after this
1: Hey, guys, Matt here with some dates for you. Mike Kaplan's on Twitter, at Mike Kaplan. That's M-Y-Q-K-A-P-L-A-N. And he's got a new album, AKA, comes out Friday. Check it out. Uh, You can find out more information if you just go to uh, his Twitter feed or MikeKaplan.com. Uh he's also doing a show on the Friday night uh, the day that his album comes out, uh, a virtual show that anyone in the world can attend. Uh I think it's called the Nowhere Comedy Club is the is the name of the uh the joint that they're doing a lot of stand up online now. So check that out and enjoy all things Mike Kaplan. He is fantastic as you have seen and heard on this very episode. Uh let's see meanwhile Never Not Funny is live uh on this channel and that's about it for right now. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that sentence because we're not doing any shows coming up. But uh, we are still available on YouTube. If you want to watch clips of the show, that's uh, YouTube.com slash NeverNotFunny. You can follow us on Twitter at NeverNotFunny. We're on Facebook at Facebook.com slash NeverNotFunny. Jimmy is at Jimmy Pardo on Twitter. Garen's at MyNameIsGaren. That's also his handle on Patreon and Cameo if you want to uh, touch base with him in any format uh, of those. Oh, and Twitch too. Twitch.tv slash MyNameIsGaren. Elliot's also doing uh, some video game live streaming uh, over on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash SimpleNight1, K-N-I-G-H-T-1, the number one. Uh, So support these guys during the quarantine and enjoy their output outside of Never Not Funny. That's about it. Enjoy. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started
3: podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, An online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling... But we, we got what, we got a hat, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy, all because we use Shopify.
1: Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, uh, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy.
3: Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. That's mm-hmm. what he just basically told us, yeah, and I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're we talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the
1: Never Enough Any logo on
3: it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um,
1: or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, if, it's, if it's warm out, the T-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too.
3: We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore with Shopify Collective. You can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. S H O P I F Y dot slash P A R D O. Shopify slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha ching. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my
1: doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. (laughs) That's right. Uh, You're, You're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor Now.
3: That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak. (laughs) of factor. I'm going from that. I appreciate uh, it. I'm more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. They got the calorie smart, protein plus uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning, I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get, you know what? It's Why nice. not?
1: Yeah, treat yourself. You, you've you earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah, and I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one.
3: They do a great job. I, I, the other day I had the, uh, what is it? The uh, Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. That was a spicy lime chicken. Whatever that, whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I have not... I've not had a bad factor.
1: Yeah, and I've said this before. Like, a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the, like, uh, you know, low-carb ones, and I find that that's great with, uh, if you want to get, like, a, a low-carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla-type situation or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use, like, the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's just, I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part
3: 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F A C T O R M E A L S dot com slash P A R D O 50. And use code part 050 to get 50% off. Factor!
1: That's a good meal.
3: Hey everybody, welcome back to the program, episode 2610. Mike Kaplan is here. Uh, Let me refresh everybody's memory on what the uh, trivia question is, because we're about to get some answers. Uh, In a season five episode of The Simpsons entitled Bart Gets an Elephant, Bart wins a gag prize of an elephant, but later uh, will get money instead. He demands he gets the elephant. This is a nearly exact parody of a real event where the same thing happened. On what game show was a gag elephant given? And uh, Garen, we last left uh, off with you. Uh going around the horn. Let's check in with you. What what do you think the answer is on that, Garon?
2: Uh this was a tough one. I mean, there's so many you can pick from, Jimmy. So, I'm going to go with let's make a deal. I see
3: the great uh, the great Monty Hall. Let's make a deal or if uh, the current one of course with the uh, Wayne Brady and is it Jonathan Magnum? Is it Mangum? How, how Mag- do you see that Mangum? Uh boy, he's a, he's a nice guy, uh, Jonathan. Uh I've only met him a few times, but he was always very very nice and very uh very pleasant, and uh, he's on there with that Wayne Brady. Uh, but that Jonathan is a boy; he's a nice guy.
0: Um, I like re- I like that you said he's a nice guy, but also that you've only met him a few times. So who knows? <laughs>
3: well, that's true. <laughs> I, on the other side of uh, when he's not around me, maybe he's the biggest prick in the world. Mike, to your point, <laughs> uh, but around me, boy, he minds his B's and Q's. He goes out his way to be pleasant, <laughs> and rightfully so. He's in he's in the uh, he's in the presence of royalty. Uh, I'm uh, a member of Crown Royal. I used to drink quite a bit. Oh. um so Garen says let's make a deal that's uh what's behind door that's the old cliche what's behind door number one number two number three uh i used to love the original let's make a deal um i think once uh the new one suffers from uh people not being uncomfortable on camera in the way that they were back in mm-hmm. the day where people were just people uh like depeche mo would tell us uh where they would just be there and they would be oh even though they're dressed up and they kind of you know are presentational they still were awkward on camera and nobody's awkward on camera anymore everybody's Ripping. like yep it's my turn
2: i've been waiting my whole life and now here we fucking go well, i'm playing because in los angeles everybody wants to be an actor so everyone's no, going on these shows to and they also want people that are so
4: yeah uh, they, big they, and they, animated yeah, yeah. You know. it's
2: almost hard to find those weirdos anymore like and, That's and, part and, of the fun of watching those old game shows is, is seeing how, you know, bizarre sometimes people acted like the old dating game and newlywed and all that stuff. It's like
3: we're watching guarantee your point. We're watching uh, concentration um, on buzzer and or, uh, you know, uh, actually my friend John Rich. He's got a great YouTube channel called uh, uh, Wink's Vault. Wink Martindale's uh, it's his YouTube that John curates it. And uh, the old uh, concentration. There was a woman on the other day. I'm not kidding. The contestant was missing a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> that would never happen today that would never be allowed to happen today and these were just real people who are a little bit awkward on camera yeah they're not comfortable but they play the game well and it, it, honestly it's a lot more enjoyable than watching people that are slick and beautiful it just uh because you're watching a, a game go ahead mike
0: have you all seen uh josh androsky comedian who went on the price is right and was under the influence of psilocybin mushrooms at the time no. so that's <laughs> worth a watch okay.
3: josh and and now uh, does, is that is that the name he goes by as a comedian i believe that is so do i know did he end up did he host something or was he on something that i would recognize that name that is he write on something
0: uh, he very well could. I don't know his whole IMDB or Wikipedia. I, I do know that he's talked about that. I think he ran for a public office as well recently. He's an, he's an L.A. guy. He's, he's around. You've probably been around him.
2: Skateboard do I know this guy, Matt? Rabbi? What does it say to him, uh, uh, Garen? The, skate, the skateboard rabbi? Is that what he goes by? Or is that what he calls himself?
0: Uh, I don't know if he does. but Josh
2: Zdrosky, be... right? Yeah, yeah, oh, Josh,
0: yeah. Josh He's, got, yeah, I he's like...
3: got a drug problem.
0: I, I i know that name i feel like i
1: must have met him years and years ago um but i don't know if you know him jimmy all right
3: well i don't know the skateboard rabbi nor do i want to <laughs> right i don't need that guy if i'm gonna go see my rabbi i don't want him going by quickly i want to spend some time with him that what if you're on a
1: skateboard also Ah, nah. tandem skating oh tandem with my rabbi
0: okay i'm back, <laughs> I'm back on
3: board
1: <laughs> literally a skateboard literally yes
3: <laughs> I believe a time delay made us say that in unison um so all right let me check in with the audience of one that's uh Elliot Holtberg uh
1: okay what's that now Elliot
4: I think uh, Matt should recognize this
1: oh is that uh is that Vader's throne room or the
4: that's the that's the no that's the uh, the conference room from the death Star
1: oh yeah it's in very honor it's of uh very dimly lit I can barely see it.
4: Yeah, well, I had to get the... I'm not going to do the bit. Um, But, yeah, so I I didn't do anything else Star Wars-wise. I didn't think we were going to be doing that. So uh, so this is is my... You
2: you, you were right. We are not doing that. (laughs) I find your lack of preparation disturbing.
3: God damn it. I like it. (laughs) I liked it, too. I was giving it the the respect it deserved, Garrett. That was not a... Uh, That was not a laugh out loud moment. That was a, uh, let's acknowledge how nice that was. Oh, that was like one of those, oh, yeah, that's funny. No, not even that. It's (laughs) not even that. This is a time where that was a nice statement that we all enjoyed.
4: Yeah, I even enjoyed it. And I was-
3: Will you go to, I'm not kidding, Gary. When when this quarantine's over, will you go to confidence classes? Will you go to- (laughs) classes I guess, confidence classes i guess i wanted to say a second time have pills for that <laughs> <laughs> they don't have pills for it although I, how's that uh, hey how's that uh, celsius working for you how's that beverage
2: oh yeah you know it's good enough that i just ordered a pack of the uh powdered version that i could yeah. just add to regular water you order that in the middle of this program you're supposed to be focused <laughs> on this program and you're on the internet ordering <laughs> shit <laughs> Jimmy, I can multitask in ways you have no idea. Oh, I got a pretty good idea that you can't. We know
3: you can't. <laughs> I've got seven years of experience this well, we Also, we just came off a break, remember? I do remember that. That's a, you, make a, you make a very good point. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's go back to the audience of one. What's going on in Palms, Elliot? Or you want to uh, uh, go into more detail in the next episode where we'll have to. Uh,
4: we'll, uh, fill but some I time. will say that I got a call from uh, the DMV. Apparently, uh, motor vehicles. Plate, yeah, the, the license plate I ordered is finally in. And apparently. Um, there's some question about uh, how, uh, like, uh, I guess they don't want me to come by to pick it up. Uh, they're trying to figure out. Uh, I, I it went to voicemail, so I'm going to have to call uh, uh, they don't, later. They don't
3: mail you the plate? Yeah, you why can't, can't they mail no. it? No.
4: In fact, when I when I ordered it, they were very clear that I was going to have to pick it up from the DMV. And apparently, DMV. even though the the other plate that I got, the the, the regular one, they mailed that. I don't know why, why they would. Why can't they
3: mail these? I don't
4: know. But I'm more than happy to come get it. But I'm wondering if maybe they just aren't open for people to come in at all. Yeah. Or but he said he's going to get some kind of a technician to deal with it. I don't know.
3: Well, I know the DMV. Didn't our governor uh, say if if your uh, driver's license is expiring that it's just uh, it's good to go until this is over? You don't have to renew it uh, during this time?
4: Well, and and as much as I want my license plate, I don't need it. I don't it's, I haven't had any trouble driving with the with the temporary thing on the windshield and I'm not driving that much so it's not it's not a big hassle but I
3: think
0: things are pretty lax right now. Uh Yeah. Oh yeah, I got a lot of books out from the library and uh get to keep them for yeah, months. They're, they're yours though. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. So you are an outlaw,
1: Mike. <laughs> Is that what you were doing frantically on like Friday the 13th of March you were just running from library to library grabbing as many books
3: as you could?
0: Ah <laughs> uh, yes what's the last, what, what are you reading currently mike what uh a fine question uh you know uh what i was actually doing on the 13th of march is relevant i was weirdly on a cruise performing oh no uh i went on the cruise on the 7th of march pre-pandemic uh you know, and, and then it was all like oh, they, they took a lot of care to be like, you know, don't you know, like we we did elbows instead of shaking hands with people. That that was the stage it was at. And there was a lot of hand sanitizer. But the it was the Joko cruise Are you familiar with this? Jonathan Colton? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was. I mean, they've been doing it for 10 years and they have all these amazing performers, uh, podcasters, comedians, musicians and authors uh, like sci fi gaming like this, you know, big, compassionate, like weirdo community. And uh, and one of the writer, one of the authors I, I'd never heard of before was a a sci-fi writer named N.K. Jemisin. Uh, I've now since heard her name in a childish Gambino song that came out. Uh, <laughs> wow. On the, the new weird. album that I think is fantastic that came out mid March. Uh, but so she, she has. I think she's the only person who's won the Hugo Award, which is a a fancy sci-fi award, like a big sci-fi award. She's won it three times in a row, three years in a row, and oh, so, like wow. one of the other sci-fi Hugo Award winners on the boat was like. Yeah, she is the best sci-fi writer of uh, our generation, and so I'd been, just in the past year, getting into Ursula Le Guin. I've been reading tons of her stuff. I love The Lathe of Heaven. I'm reading, I've got a bunch more slated. Uh, I read Kindred by Octavia Butler, and he's like, you should check out N.K. Jemisin, so I'm reading. uh, It's on my computer, so I don't know the, I think it's the fifth season is what it's called. It's whatever it is, it's the first of her trilogy of Hugo Award-winning books, so... I love I love it. I recommend it. Great, and cool. you enjoyed the cruise as well. I, I did. It was uh, fantastic to perform. I performed maybe like the the second night, and then there were a few other things that were like fun to do to participate in, and just like workshops all day, and like comic book authors like uh, Matt Fraction, Kelly Sue DeConnick, like doing workshops and panels, and uh, uh what is his name? Uh, Vince. Uh, one my he's like I'm like, he's my favorite musician now. What is his name? It is. Uh, <laughs> Vance Gilbert is uh, an amazing musician that I'd seen in the 90s and then didn't see again until this cruise. And he is a a force of beautiful music. And uh, so he performed and he did performance workshops. And so, yeah, the yes, the answer is yes. I had a fantastic time on this cruise and was also thrilled to get off of it, go home and then never leave again.
3: (laughs) Uh, Mike, I'll say two things to that. Vance Gilbert's been on this very show twice. Oh, Uh, My wife and I danced, uh, our first dance was to a Vance Gilbert song. What song? uh, A song called High Rise, which is uh, a beautiful ballad, a beautiful,
0: uh, it's song. I can't believe that I have for, you know, I knew him and had his music playing in the 90s, in my experience, and then two decades without him, and now uh, he's back, back. and I I think about him frequently. I had him on my podcast. He played a a couple songs and and just taught. He's, man, he could everybody check it dude yeah. Yeah, yeah agreed
3: 100 agree yeah. uh, and really Mark, funny and funny dude yeah, yeah. oh yeah uh, And i believe even tonight although it's a monday oh he's doing it every monday night he does his pajama uh live pajama shows and he uh tonight oh, yeah. uh he's doing nothing but sad songs so I'm interested <laughs> oh, to, that sounds fun uh see what that is uh my question for you uh, before yeah. we get to, to elliot's uh, trivia answer uh but it, it kind of came up uh, organically in my head on this some comedy clubs are opening, they're reopening. Uh, What will it take for Mike Kaplan, uh, who does the road quite a bit, uh, for you to get back on the road? When will you be comfortable doing so?
0: Uh, That's a great question. I think it really depends on like a lot of other, you know, information and... obviously if there's a vaccine i'll i'll and every and most people have had it or if enough testing has been done to know that oh these people like the majority of people have had it and maybe we've got we're heading towards herd immunity maybe we know that a lot of people got it asymptomatically that would be great like if it's already happened for more people uh, so i mean it certainly Uh, I mean, I I imagine people knowing that I'm coming from New York City will have a higher bar for uh, wanting me to be there. So, like right now, I remember I had a show scheduled for like April 23rd in Connecticut, and so they're like, "We're not doing anything in April. Do you want to schedule it again for like June or July?" I'm like, "These sound like made up times." You're like, (laughs) like, "Why not? Yeah, put it. Yeah, absolutely June, and then we'll make it September, and then we'll make it what? Like, I've. I've really acclimated to like. Well, I guess I'm I'm here, and I'm I'm glad that I recorded an album last year, and that I'm excited to be telling people about it now. That that there was a time, you know, billions of years ago. So, and I'm it, it'll be like a bo- such a bonus to get to to actually perform in a room with people again. I guess I've heard that some places are like they'll have like you know six seats apart for you know people at first. If that's the way it's gonna be, so I mean, I, for myself. I guess if there's there's a back entry you don't have to you know uh, touch all the people like it'll depend on I guess the how seriously the places are taking it and what the what the newest news from science and (laughs) and culture is you recommend listening to science uh, uh, over uh, our uh, White House. I mean, I guess listen to it all, but yeah, I would say uh, judge for yourself. Ba- and yes, yeah, the answer is yes. Science is uh, a <laughs> big, big fan, big fan. Sci- science says is my new uh, new game I like to play. All right. And you're having a good time with that game? Oh, yeah. Like uh, in, put, in ingest bleach, uh, inject bleach into your bed. Oh, science didn't say that's what I'm <laughs> I like that. Yeah.
1: Science uh, says put a mask on. OK. Yeah. OK. We'll do that. Drink bleach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I, I love it that's insane uh
3: mike i don't know if you're doing that bit on stage but i would recommend uh working out on that uh nowhere club this friday
0: do go. you know legitimately i thought it right before we started recording and i'm like i guess this is this is the time <laughs> yeah it's a good bit i like that bit yeah, yeah. i'm funny. i'm working on i'm right re- you know in a, in 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 addition to the shows that I'm doing to help spread the word, I'm like writing some pieces for like different magazines or things that are like, Hey, well write this. And so I'm trying to come up with uh, my top, my I'm writing top five, like meditation apps and guides and things that I use. And so I would start, I would just, just starting to write it. And I'm like, oh, meditation, like science agrees, like, you know, magic agrees, like, you know, the woo-woo community, the empirical community. So I literally just wrote down, like, science says do it. I'm like, oh, that's fun. That kind of sounds like. So Uh, I'm grateful to be here. Who says comedy can't happen without an audience? So... I appreciate it.
3: Uh, that's the great Mike Kaplan. he you got the great new album out. Uh, I assume it's great. Mike's work is always terrific. AKA is what it's called. You can get that, of course. Uh, uh, you can pre-order it now. It comes out uh, on Friday. So best of luck on uh, listening to that during these uh, hard times. Um, Elliot, give me your trivia answer, please.
4: All right. At the risk of infuriating both you and Matt, there's this is the only time that this very short story would ever be appropriate. We were talking about ambigrams, and I guess I'm kind of showing off a little bit, but I once had a client who I made a business card That was kind of an ambigram. It was his English name in one direction. And when you spun the card around, it was his name in Japanese in the other direction. That's that's "That's awesome. Actually, really cool. That makes sense.
1: That's that's when that's when that should be used so that you can do something cool like that. Why would that anger me, by the way? (laughs) Just because because
4: you asked me a question and I I refuse to answer it.
1: Yeah, but uh, it's all right. Wait, no, I, I only on my experience. I actually before I, I, I thought I liked the idea, but it just occurred to me. The client wasn't the dread pirate Roberts, was it? <laughs> because no. <I> so
0: <laughs> no. I'm going no, to have to rescind. OK, good. Only in one direction.
4: <laughs> that's right. In the other direction it said Wesley. Um. All right. So here's my answer. And it will yeah. come as probably zero surprise. Uh, I did come up with this on my own. It was not because Garen said it. I also said, let's make a
3: deal. You went with it, and again, I love the old Monty Hall. It's on mm-hmm. the air again now with
1: Wayne Brady as the host. As a
4: child, I thought he was Mon T. Hall, by the way. <laughs> he
1: thought his name was Mon T. Hall, like, like mm-hmm. Tom T. Hall. Yep. <laughs> and like Mon Mothma, shout out to Star Wars. <laughs> May the fourth be with you.
2: Is somebody getting a phone call to save this uh, segment? <laughs> that is an alarm, and I don't know where it is coming from. I don't hear it. Oh, good. I hear it. All right. Uh, we all yeah, hear, hear it. it. Yeah, Elliot's got, got it.
1: a problem with his headphones.
2: Let me go get it. I'll uh, be right back. All
3: right. So we got two with uh, that is Let's Make a Deal. Um, of course, as, uh, as I said, with the, with the great Monty Hall. Um, as And it's on right now with Wayne Brady and Jonathan Mangum. And Jonathan Mangum's a really great guy. And uh, Wayne Brady is on that show, too. So I met um, him once,
4: and he was also great, Jonathan Mangum.
3: My point is Wayne Brady's a dickhead. That's what I'm getting at, Elliot. Oh. Never uh, met him. I met him once, he was a prick, maybe he's a nice guy I don't know anything about Wayne Brady Might have had a bad day, could have happened, right? Yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't know anything about him I don't, It's unfair <laughs> to me, I met him one time <laughs> You're exactly right, people have bad days uh, Matt, let's check in with you, speaking of bad days hmm. uh, You gotta be having one um, <laughs> Right, I know that you usually Have to spend the 4th of May uh, out and about and
1: In your costume <laughs> uh, Your no. Boba Fett sweatshirt I do have a Boba Fett sweatshirt, yeah. I, I usually only wear that to Star Wars movies that are new in the theater. But, you don't uh, wear it on May the 4th? Well, I mean, usually it's too warm on May the 4th to wear a sweatshirt, so. That's true. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah the comedy's too hot here to wear it, I'll tell
1: you that. I got. I, I. said this, uh, I, I, I've appeared on a different podcast to talk about the last few Star Wars movies as they came out. A, a show called Obsessed with the... Joseph Scrimshaw and I said this on that show, So I'll say it here just in full disclosure I think um, I think the rise of Skywalker which I liked parts of I think it kind of cured me of being a Star Wars fan in some ways because really yeah I it just because it was the end of it was supposed to be the end of everything and I walked out going oh well if that's it then I um not to, you know again to quote the Simpsons I've wasted my life
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh. I mean it was in that way the end of everything including your fandom (laughs) i I
1: still like star wars and i still pay attention to it but i i don't have that same feeling of i mean i maybe it comes and goes i don't know like i I probably felt this way after episode three came out too and then it came back around like i i think uh i need periodic breaks from it and and one of the Mm -hmm. problems with the with the Disney uh, buyout is that they're not really going to ever let us take a break from star Wars again. And nope. that's, that's to the detriment of star Wars to me.
2: Did you see they, uh, Taika Waititi's directing one. Yeah. Anyone case. We just talked about that while I was MIA for a second.
1: <laughs> no, no, we didn't. But, and and I love Taika Waititi, but I also have this strong feeling that, uh, the best star Wars movies are made by bad directors and and like good directors have too strong like you can't have too to me you don't if you have too strong of a vision and too too if you're too uh, much of an auteur I think that gets in the way of what Star Wars is supposed to be which is just kind of Pulp uh, serial nonsense—that's kind of fun and and escapist. So I'm a little I'm a, I'm scared of that, but I do like him a lot. And he did he did direct an episode of The Mandalorian, which was great. So
4: yeah, and, and The Mandalorian is directed most uh, often by uh, now. I can't pick his name, but he I would consider John him Favreau. to be an auteur. Well,
1: Favreau, Favreau Favreau produced it. I don't know if he did he direct an episode. I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, know I know what you're saying. I mean, maybe it just comes down to like some people align with my feelings about what Star Wars should be and some don't but I, don't, I think no I think everyone does <laughs> <laughs> yes we are all well, of you Matt you've just said exactly what I had hoped you everyone would say <laughs> and that <laughs> you have fulfilled my wildest dream
0: Mike thank you Matt <laughs> you're right it's <laughs> It's like, uh, when I, when I, before I ever went to therapy, my imagination of what, ther- what I wanted from therapy was to tell the therapist everything that happened in my life and how I was feeling right then and have them be like, that's correct. Like, you've done it. <laughs> <laughs> you passed. This, is, this makes perfect, like, yeah, well, what are you even yep. here for? <laughs> right. Uh, all right, Matt, give me your trivia question. Oh, i
1: also i also said let's make a deal is that right yeah, yeah I, had, I had a yeah. hard time pulling that name because it's such a there's so many game shows that where the name of uh, old ones too where the name of the game show is just like it's just a kind of cliche phrase and like uh, like you bet your life let's make a deal they, they all kind of blend together in my head mm-hmm. but i was thinking the monty hall one let's make yeah that's the one so that's what i'm going with
3: all right. It's of course uh, you're the, the great Monty Hall uh, hosted, as you just alluded to, and it's on the air now with uh, Wayne Brady, <laughs> <and> Jonathan Mangum. <laughs> oh, oh wait,
4: who, who is it hosted by again?
3: It's a Wayne Brady, Elliot. Uh, oh, this
1: okay. Is, this is the kind of joke you can only do when we're not in the same room together, because I would I would throw something heavy at your head. At what this would you point. throw? There's
3: nothing heavy enough in the studio to throw at
1: my head. I, I would oh. unplug like the the headphone amp and throw it at you. I think that would <laughs> okay. be, that Fair would get enough. get it done.
3: Uh, Mike Kaplan's here He's got the radio uh, album out AKA Available on Blind Medicine Records Uh, Mike What is your guess here For uh, This trivia question
0: the, The real game show That the Simpsons Based the Elephant episode on I'm uh, both very excited and or scared to tell you that I also said, let's make a deal (laughs) for this reason that uh, I was dating a woman uh, who was younger than me uh, by about a decade uh, in my 30s. She was in her 20s and she didn't have all the same, you know, uh, cultural references that uh, like I didn't grow up with. Let's make a deal, but she didn't even grow up having heard of, you know, being aware of let's make a deal. So I was describing it to her and I'm like, so there's like one door that has a car and maybe like another door and the other two doors have goats and you pick <laughs> one and then they show you one of the other ones and they always can show you a goat because whether you picked a goat, they show you the other goat or you picked a car, they show you one of the goats and then you, they ask you if you want to switch and I ask like, what would you do to try and see if she, um, you know, gets the mathematical answer and she says, I'd love to keep the goat. And I was like, let's not <laughs> not at all. She's like, I have a car and goats are so cute she's like if i got a car could i trade it for the goat and you know we, we had we had fun but that's legitimately what she said so i i assume i mean my only reason that i think it might not be is that i thought it was only goats on that show and never an elephant
1: <laughs> right but i honestly like that's that gets to the point of this i cannot think of another game show where they gave away weird things like that can yeah. you yeah
3: yeah, I can't either. Uh, in there fact,
4: it might be so a like, local TV show, or maybe the thing that uh, "Let's Make a Deal" was based on, or something.
3: My answer is the same. Well, you can't see it because of the green nope. screen. Uh, <laughs> I went with uh, "Let's Make a Deal" as well. So, <laughs> five of us are all going to. We're each going to get a dollar. Oh no, no, it goes to the money. Uh, the, 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 so the 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 person
4: with uh, the most points. Yeah.
3: Right. uh down know, to points. Let me see if I can have Oliver come in here to uh, give us the answer, uh, so we could. All, so I don't have to reveal it. Uh, Abraham
4: Ol- Lincoln.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the game show. So yeah. come in here, son.
4: <laughs> what, what, what you may not know, Mike, is that is that uh, we were convinced that it was uh, the go- governor who was uh, inducted into the wrestling hall of fame. Who not was, governor, was what? A, a, just a politician. A politician.
1: Politician, jesse right. ventura no yeah
4: that's what we thought the answer was we all
1: thought it was jesse ventura we're convinced of it turns out abraham lincoln oh
4: was a big wrestler he won 300 matches with without a loss and uh was uh, inducted in what was it 19 1992
1: he was inducted into yeah. the wrestling hall of fame which again that date makes it seem like well it's got to be jesse ventura this is the
0: truth. This is the a, a yeah. truth. This was last week. Or was it last week or two, two weeks ago? Two weeks ago. Abraham <laughs> Lincoln, the president. Yes. From from history. The great yes. emancipator. And Illinois. Also, got, he involved in some debates with Douglas. Mm-hmm. He <laughs> yes. uh, wore a big hat. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like a skeleton, especially now that he has one. And, uh <laughs> He, he was sincerely, he wrestled and is a re- Hall of Fame wrestler. That, That's right. And, correct.
4: I, I sincerely uh, uh, ask you when we are done to look this up and be amazed at the information you find.
1: Oh, I like, 100% will do that. None of us looked it up. We just assumed that a child's trivia question was correct. But.
4: <laughs> oh, it wasn't so much that. I just, I wanted to see how that, like, I, I was fascinated by well, that I'm curious.
3: Did you drink that Celsius? Because <laughs> you haven't stopped talking for six minutes. <laughs> Shut it down. I don't think that's 100% true. Shut but. it down.
0: Uh, when do LA, we uh, Oliver, do we reveal how much we we bet not yet. at various points? 1st uh, Mike, the, we have, have to uh, get the answer. So uh, Oh, I understand. Uh, okay. Oliver, here's here, let me, I'm going re- to to speed.
3: Uh, we've all guessed, let's make a deal. Uh, all five of us uh, have guessed that instead of me opening this up and seeing if I'm right or if we're all right or wrong, I'm going to have you uh, come on and tell us uh, what is the answer uh, to this trivia question.
0: Uh well it's not let's make a deal that's all that's wrong so
3: again you got us again is it is it Price is Right
0: yes it is the Shit, Price is a price, oh. a price, a price. Uh,
3: that's the uh, only the other, other one that it could have been given
0: on air in the very like the very first like run season of the Price is Right elephants huh. were constantly given as gag prizes but um off on air but off air the contestants we get four thousand dollars in trade. Uh, and you know the, they were never actually supposed to keep the elephant. Um, however, one contestant complained and demanded that he get his elephant, as that was the prize that he won on the show. Uh, and that's what the episode is based on.
3: Wow! All right, thank you, Oliver. All right, yeah. Wow! Oliver
0: now,
4: Matt, if you visualize that episode of The Simpsons, can you can you f- see it being the prices right? Because I feel like I kind of can.
1: I don't remember the game element of that episode at all. Uh, I just remember that the elephant's name was Stampy, so I should probably win the money, right?
3: (laughs) No, I don't know if that's how this game
1: works.
4: This is very interesting because I was certain that I was not going to win because I I didn't bet enough.
3: I wish I could show you if this, I wish this paper wasn't green so you could see that I crossed out the PR as I started (laughs) writing prices right. (laughs) And and then went, oh no, dummy, it's let's make a deal. Like I literally was like so excited that I
1: figured it out. Uh, all right, I, what did everybody uh, go ahead Matt go ahead. I, I thought that too like I, I thought the price is right initially and I was like oh no it's it's got to be that Monty Hall one because they always had crazy prizes
0: and I like I, I you know I like getting things right I like winning but it's also so nice that we all have this this solidarity this communal <laughs> yes. like yep. sort of microcosm of what's going on in the world today we're like we all thought we were doing the right thing but as it turns out uh, we should have not done that <laughs> <laughs> So
3: once again, my son uh, writes a trivia <laughs> question that uh, escapes us. Good
0: answer. That was a good one. I good. like That's that a one good question. a lot. Yeah. That's yeah, a good one. It's sure. very good.
2: Uh, all right. So, uh, Garen, what you, would what'd you bet? Uh, well, I mean, I'm the pop culture beast. So when you said pop culture, I had to go 25. Wow. wow. Boy. Down all to right. zero for the week. All right. Uh, Elliot.
4: I went eight.
1: Eight for Elliot. Matt Belknap. I went 22. I was pretty confident. Wow, wow. Uh, Mike, uh, I did. I don't
0: know if you can see that. Twelve. Yeah, I can see that.
3: Uh, and you won't be able to see mine, but uh, this makes this complicates things. Uh, I went eight. Oh, oh. is that a rollover so tie? Should we roll over or just split no, it? split it. We split it. it Two fifty yeah. each. Look.
4: I'm. i taking Matt, my. This is my first win of any kind in this game.
3: Yeah, you know what? Me too. I'm. i even, even if I got it wrong, and I got something for the points. Matt, yep. what's happening over there in the studio? Is something going. Is something going to be Breaking Bad.
1: I just heard a. I just heard someone who sounded like they were in distress, and I was trying to figure. out Oh, no. Jesus. Well, distress. that takes priority. Well,
3: you know what? We're closing up the show, so can you wait a minute before you help that uh, damn thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's how. That's
1: how danger works.
3: I think is it's rich? fine. It's fine. Uh, right. That it's fine. guy will wait for us to finish up. Uh, hey Mike Kaplan, thank you for being here Thank you so much for having me, a pleasure as always uh, Mike, stay safe, of course Mike's got the album that comes out this Friday It's called AKA, Mike's uh, previous, uh, hang on, Matt is going to go help somebody Matt is up and moving uh, But I'll say goodbye without him, that's uh,
2: how we'll stop Or wait, or is that like, should we get so, Do We, need we wait have no get...
4: idea what he, whether what he's dealing with is serious or not I think is the issue yeah,
2: Well if dude... it's something serious we might not see him for a few minutes So All right, I,
3: I see Shadow so he's coming yeah. back in it may just be maybe it's uh maybe the package
1: arrived or something
4: Could be could be but, but i see you, you, was, package. Back. Yeah. Um, i'm used to a fedex person being in distress
1: matt is everything okay yeah it was a fedex <laughs> all right
3: <laughs> uh all right my uh mike again aka is the album go check it out mike Kaplan.com. myq is how he spells it uh thank you guys so much for being with us uh of course stay safe during this time and um you know, follow all the rules. Uh, science says, that's my new motto. <laughs> and uh, I look forward to my new special, Science Says, that I'll be taping this Friday. Wait a second. Uh, <laughs> nope, I got something new, Mike. I'm really excited about it. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> good luck to you on your sets. <laughs> uh, on behalf of the Pop Culture Beats, that's Garrett Cockrell, the Audience One, that's Elliot Hopper, the honcho Matt Belknap, uh, our great friend, Mike Kaplan. I'm Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. Stay safe, guys. AK 47 gone, not forgotten.